0: Ship's log, Entry 10-33. Tully's monsters are chasing after the illithid traitors who escaped in the Thumper. Maxina has a personal space vehicle. Trizzy prioritized the needs of a holographic projection over her own survival. Buford has unleashed cyber-perverse on the galaxy. Mathers knows that the first rule of security is protect your boys. Saint Cecilia is secretly planning on murdering Wendy McDonald. All of these concerns pale in comparison to the survival of Dracus. Although the Elderbrain is not the undisputed leader of the revanchist mindflayers, their hybrid experiments have been critical in maintaining the balance of power in the far realm. In addition, countless battalions of Saramorph troops are personally loyal to their general. If the insane animals on my crew kill this brain, there will be no end to the chaos. Note to the Public Relations Department. We need to get a presentation ready to show the crew the delicate economics in play. The instability of the Civil War means the Sol Street Industrial Complex can get a critical head start on building brands in war-torn systems. Killing Drakus could lead to the end of the conflict. Then, ice cream manufacturers from Beholder Planets, Solitaire Planets, and Artuk Planets could turn their priorities to competition and seriously impact our m- margins. The war economy is a key pillar of the Lickham's profitability plan for Q4. Note to the Sapient Relations Department. Begin drafting documents in preparation for the replacement of all Velvet Fox's personnel with either the blank clone bodies or the Dairy Golems. Currently, turning the lactose elementals inside of the machines into Golems to carry out simple crew tasks is proving more effective in testing. So prioritize that pitch. The mindless humanoid bodies simply aren't able to be counted on without a central data processing intelligence. Like a brain, like an elder brain, like Drakus.
1: and quinn you guys are gonna come up to philadelphia to buy uh taxidermy stripper rats with me right
2: what what What? What?
3: <laughs> no no context yes uh next question
4: all right okay <laughs> yeah um so last we left this adventure you were on a speeding monorail towards uh dracus the elder brains part of the the, uh dyson sphere around this star uh and after a strange encounter with wendy and Cortazar when they rammed you with uh the the thumper ship you got back onto the train and then you heard the large footsteps of the gith illithid rommel who's had their shattered arm replaced with a minigun uh roll initiative he is not here to talk he is not going to be persuaded (laughs)
5: He's not here to celebrate the Grimace's birthday, which will not be happening when this episode goes live.
4: Uh, I love to reference things that are going to be so old. Do You guys remember when the president was indicted? That was crazy.
1: D- well, hold on. That could also <laughs> apply when this. comes
2: out. <laughs> That's still going to be happening. I yeah, mentioned which number indictment.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, what well, initiative? I can mm-hmm. do that. I rolled
3: a four. I botched on my initiative.
2: I also uh, rolled a four and botched on my initiative. <laughs> Laura, would you like to go before me?
3: Like, I, I want us to both. Oh, no, be no, like...
2: no. You, you rolled first, which means in real life you had more initiative than um, I did.
3: I like <laughs> us both, like, offering to let the other one through the door first, but the door is, like, made of, like, <laughs> termite infested wood and it's on fire.
4: If you ever read about the early history of the D&D, an interesting thing is that the rules really weren't complete. They kind of released half of a game, and we're like, you all will figure this out with home rules. And one of the very interesting home rules that some people tried and quickly were discarded was to try to have turns take place in real time, which is like, mm-hmm. okay, you start telling me what you're going to do, and if you don't tell me in 10 seconds, you lose your turn. Uh, like stopwatches were involved. Yep. Didn't get very far, but I find that fascinating sometimes when I'm listening to people uh, look through their uh, builds. And
2: try to figure out I mean, what their spells do. I, 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 don't do it often, but I've done homebrew games where I've thro- thrown that out as a. Yep. You've you've got a panic situation. Go. Yeah,
5: I think I actually remember t- you telling me about this at one point, Laura, when it came to like some of the other stuff that you ran. I, what I find fascinating is how just like with second edition. Rounds were one minute long as opposed to six seconds, and you'd roll initiative each round because it determined based on what you were doing each round. It was just way too complicated.
4: <laughs> yeah, I was trying to be more simulationist, but it's, it mm-hmm. makes everything take 10,000 years. I'm having a hard flashback to my good old 4E
1: days where I'd press one button and then wait 30 minutes for the turn order to come back around.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> it, was, it was a good time way to get some naps in.
4: Yeah, yeah. Too bad mobile games were really popping off back then. I feel like it really would have worked well if we get some Genshin Impact or whatever that's called. What's that thing you play, (laughs) Quinn?
3: I'm I'm
4: playing Honkai
2: Star Rail, okay? They're similar but not the same. Alright, it's all animated. It's, it's the one that has space trains, and I wish that I it wasn't a gacha game, because space trains are a really cool thing. I want a game with space trains.
4: Oh my god, we're literally on a space train. What a fucking... Right. What a world... Right. Why do you think I'm so excited for this arc, Austin? we got space trains. We do. I didn't even know we had a space train. Max, you're First Initiative. Uh, Rommel's spinning the minigun and is just going to light up the entire uh, engineer's cabin that you're all in.
5: Okay, uh, that seems like a problem, uh, not going to lie. Um, I think what I'm going to do in reaction to this here, let's uh, do, 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 double check one thing real quick here. And you've lost your dress <laughs> No, no. <laughs> okay, uh, there's no one really adjacent to Rommel, is there, right?
4: Correct. Uh, last episode, someone closed the door and locked it, so there's technically a door between yeah.
5: you. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. So, in that case, then, Max has the following thing lined up. As a bonus action, Max is going to activate a spell uh, that is called uh, Lightning Shot. It's normally Lightning Arrow, uh, but it's called Lightning Shot in Max's case. The next time you make a ranged weapon attack during the spell's duration, the weapon's ammunition or the weapon itself uh, transform into a bolt of lightning, make the attack rolls normal. uh, And so, that will be Max's. And Max will just line up and then do a... Shot on Rommel, uh, that will be a 30.
4: Good lord, yeah, you just tap him right through the glass, just bop. yeah.
5: In addition, um, uh, so that means they take, uh, do, 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 do f- yeah, 14, no, they 14 lightning damage. In addition, Max is going to indicate them as a favorite foe, so they take an additional two, so that's 16 damage. The max's second shot they'll take is a twenty-three
4: that also hits
5: for twenty-five <laughs> damage. So Max does a total of uh, thirty-one damage, lightning and piercing, as he fires off two shots, and you know a nice crack of uh, thunder goes off as the lightning shot lands on Rommel's. Max makes the first shot before uh, ducking behind cover.
4: At the end of your turn, Max, uh, you start shooting through the window, and uh, you start feeling a headache coming on, intelligence saving throw, because Rommel is an illithid, in addition to being a large mm-hmm. hippo man, and is trying to uh, use a legendary action to mind blast you.
5: That'll be a 15.
4: Uh, that is going to do it. Uh, so you Oof. start feeling a little woozy, but you kind of duck into cover and shake it off, and it is Beaufort's turn. Wendy never figured out that ability, did she? <laughs> no, she's not much of a mind blaster Okay <laughs> uh, I guess Wait, I no, no, no,
5: no, no, no She's definitely a mind
4: blaster, but <laughs> no. it
5: involves drilling herself through people's brains
4: so. Yeah,
1: it's more direct She's screaming brain blast the entire time <laughs> Alright, uh, go ahead Alright, I guess uh, Buford's just gonna walk in front of the door and start punching him through the now shattered window <laughs> Okay
4: uh, Alright Ooh, that's a botch and a 26. All right, so you roll 26, uh, that's a hit, so roll that damage and then do it to yourself as uh, you start just walking through the door like tissue paper and he's going to start punching you back. You two are just like slugging each other.
1: Okay, uh, so that's 12 damage to him and I guess 20 to me as he's just <laughs> unleashing bullets into my sternum.
4: No, he hasn't started shooting yet. This is important, because you two were kind of mirrors. You shattered his arm, and then he kind of cyborged himself like you. So you exchange a couple of uh, fisticuffs in the middle. Uh, At the end of your turn, Mind Blast. So Intelligence Saving Throw. Uh, All right. 22. All right, so you also don't get blasted. But then he just steps back and sprays everyone dexterity save as the minigun just rips through these two train cars, uh, basically opens the top of the monorail like a tin can. Um, it's, uh, it, all these warnings starts going off. Uh, it's just like flashing lights and computerized voice telling everyone to buckle in. 17. Uh, Max
5: rolls an 11, which is a botch. Uh,
1: 14. My Shield Master ability actually only works on attacks uh, that target only me.
2: Uh, this is... Dex is 8.
4: Everyone but Cecilia fails. Uh, You... I think maybe, uh, uh, Mathers, like, floats upward and pulls you up, uh, out of the range of the bullets, because everyone who's on the ground just gets shredded. Rommel knows what he's doing, probably aims at, like, you know, knees and ankles with the, the minigun. Uh, what the... F- oh, it's the wrong... What did I do? No, okay, no, it's fine. It's fine. No, that's not <laughs> minigun damage, you coward.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. It's, it's such a small gun. <gasps>
4: Jesus. 22 damage uh, to everyone who starts getting hit with bullets. Uh, some of you have you know armor on or shields uh, of some kind. So none of you are just like killed on the spot. But you get shredded pretty badly. Austin,
2: Austin are you sure that's the damage?
4: I'm very sure.
2: Yeah, but I—I I <laughs> <laughs> You don't like that, Laura? Not a fan. You have—you
4: have like seven armor feats. You are—you have a really badass whole thing going on. I'm surprised that you're worried.
2: I look—I never like a hit when it, it's not a fun one.
4: <laughs> Trizzy, are you activating wild magic?
2: Oh yeah. Uh, shit. Did I have anything currently active? Um. I feel a deep personal connection for one moment with a random enemy. Well, there's only one enemy here. <laughs> they feel it too. <laughs>
4: oh my god. All right. So Rommel starts trading punches two cyborgs with uh, Buford. Steps back, fires this minigun. He starts hitting everybody. But then there's a bl- bright blast of light from Trizzy. And Rommel turns to you uh, in your big armor and says, You should get out of here. This isn't about you. This is internal illithid politics. You don't need to die, too.
2: But, but... Look, the way this is going to go down... Y- you're probably not going to survive. You, you could get out of here, too. We don't have to do this.
4: I am willing to die for my brethren. We're all together in the Great hive mind. They would die for me. We're all brothers and sisters. Don't you understand? Who do you think told me you were all on the train?
2: Cortazar, damn it! <laughs> 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 um, mm. uh, Tri- Tri- Trizzy responds, "Yeah, but Wendy's family too, and like, like even if Wendy doesn't want to say, we gotta go save that dumbass." You get it?
4: <laughs> if Wendy is your family, why did she tell me to come here?
2: I don't know. I gotta find out. That's important. You don't let family make a stupid fucking decision and just go, ah, they probably know what they're doing. You go you go, make sure they're okay.
4: Oh my god, everyone in Vin Diesel cosplay. It's about family. It's about family. Uh,
2: <laughs> it is about family.
4: St. Cecilia, your turn.
3: Uh, am I able to get close to this guy?
4: Yeah, that's the thing about this fight is it's extremely close quarters on a train, a moving train which has just been shot up and is like falling apart. Cool.
3: Uh, I would first like to do insight on him. Absolutely. Uh, to try to do my
4: special fighting move, so
3: twenty-five.
4: Wow, that's incredible! Yeah, I mean you incite the fuck out of him, so that gives you sneak attack.
3: Uh, yeah, I can get sneak attack on him then, uh, and then I'll roll my attack. Uh, it's gonna be a nineteen.
4: That hits. While you're rolling damage, I'll say also as part of insight that he is telling the truth that Wendy said, like, hey, they're on the train, uh, but that there's more to it. He is, like, being somewhat deceptive about that, the circumstances of everything. There's, like, another mystery going on besides the fact that Wendy just arrived to kill the Elder Brain, and this Mm. guy is defending the Elder Brain. Uh, 43 damage. Sweet Christ. Holy shit.
3: That's my turn. Eat shit, nerd.
4: <laughs> <laughs> At the end of your turn, mind blast.
3: Oh, Austin, do we have to do the song and dance? 19. <laughs> oh my god!
4: <laughs> Uh yeah, I guess this this guy just isn't a mind blast expert, right? He's mostly a guns expert, so he's doing his best. We're the just giant, uh... we
3: just all have steel trap minds, basically. You know, mm-hmm. we've read a lot of Far Side comics. That that takes a strong mind to really get those jokes.
1: It's it's like Wendy said. It's a, a fucking team of nerds.
4: Yeah, I told everyone this was an illithid season, so everyone min-maxed intelligence except for Leon, who didn't know what an illithid was and didn't look it up.
5: <laughs> hey, I didn't min-max intelligence either, but that was for different
4: reasons. <laughs> uh, it's Drizzy's turn.
2: Okay, um... If I gaze at, like, how far our train still has to go to get to the where we're where we're going, we're not, like, more than an hour away from our, like, destination, right?
4: That's actually a great question because you had removed the limiter last episode to go extra yeah. fast, and then Rommel just shot up all the controls. So, uh, shit is actually de- de- uh, composing, decomposing. Decomposing not the word. Stuff's coming apart. Stuff's blowing up. Things are falling apart at a, like a pretty quick clip here, and it's going to become a kind of runaway train situation very quickly.
2: So you're saying we're going off the rails on a space train? All aboard. Uh, Trizzy takes a step back and, and looks over at Rommel and goes I'm sorry, I know like, I get it. I, I truly get it, but I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, and casts, uh, Shatter. So I'm gonna need a constitution saving throw.
4: Alright. Uh, Rommel is now a cyborg as a much improved constitution. 21.
2: Uh, I can't remember which way does it round up or down? Down. It round's down. Uh, so that's Eight, eight damage. Not as, not, not ideal.
4: Now it's all right. Now it's going to be a intelligent saving throw from the mind blast. Ah, right. Uh,
2: 14.
4: All right, the first person get Mind Blaster. This kind of makes sense, because you and Rommel have, like, lowered your uh, defenses because of the wild magic. Uh, So first thing is that you're going to take some damage here. You take... 22 damage, my word. Oh,
2: Oh, I'm just taking damage left, right, and center today, huh?
4: Uh -huh. Uh-huh. So Mind Blast emits psychic energy, each creature, blah, blah, blah. Uh, You are stunned for one minute. Uh, so basically, the, the way this works from uh, mind flares is they try to stun you, and then they walk up and extract your brain. If the brain extraction drops you to zero, instead of becoming incapacitated, you simply die.
0: So
4: yeah, that's it's that thing I was trying to do
2: to the party, <laughs> and everyone was just invincible at getting getting brain blasted. No one wanted to get brain blasted. Do, does wild magic go off still? Because I took damage. Yeah, I believe it does.
6: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, ninety-two. We had ninety-two. Um. Okay. Okay. This is interesting. I gotta do a. I gotta do a Dex save. Um. If If any of you have played like the three D Zelda games, uh, you know when like a shadow starts appearing over you, uh, and you gotta you gotta avoid <laughs> getting grabbed by the hand from the ceiling. Wallmaster. Yeah. Yeah. We got one. Of, we got one of those happening. I gotta do a Dex save. <laughs>
1: That's just a standard day in New Jersey.
2: <laughs> it's so
4: crazy that I'm DMing and Laura can just be like, there's a wall master now. And I'm like, well, that's about, that's true about the universe.
2: Look, Austin, Austin, some things are gonna, some things are gonna <laughs> occur. Wild magic makes, makes things happen sometimes. What am I doing? decks? Um, at 21, um, the hand does not successfully grab me. I'm fine. <laughs>
4: I I think with the the stunned effect, uh, normally you couldn't. I'm just gonna say though, because these two th- things kind of happen simultaneously. There's an argument yeah. that you could have rolled wild magic before. Blah blah blah. Hmm. I th- yeah, I think you can kind of like slump to the side in the seat as the hand hits the the you know seat next to you. Uh, but yeah, you you're now like stunned and splayed out, and there.
2: I guess the hand is just persisting. No, the hand is like retreated back into the ceiling. It it, <laughs> it didn't get its grab. It's it's gone. What if it? What
4: happened if it grabbed you?
2: Um, it. Uh, let me find what was it? Ninety-two. Um, uh, would have brought me back to the entrance, the last entrance I went through. So I guess <laughs> so they would have thrown you into space. Would have thrown me into space, I guess. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Holy oh, shit! That's good. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great question. Would it be better? Because you're on a runaway train that's on its way into, like, a, spa- a space station. It might be better to get off this train. I don't know.
2: I mean, look, it's probably better for everyone else that I'm on the train. I'm the probably the person on the train with the greatest ability to s- stop the train.
1: Just so insulting to Beaufort. How, how dare you?
2: We've established in your
1: two
4: scenes together that you both think you're the best engineer yeah. in the world.
2: I... I- I'm very specifically like a, this ship- this vehicle is broken, it's a space vehicle, let's fix it. I have bonuses for that.
5: Yeah, okay. Uh, first things first, I'm gonna check to see if I still have my f- my favorite foe active, because I took damage here. 17, I am fine on that constitution save there. So, Max is not gonna use lightning shot just because Buford is too close and would have to do saves for that. So, we're going to start off by doing two attacks on Rommel here. 25 and 21. Absolutely. All right. So that's going to be a total of 51 damage with Holy both shots. Holy shit. As my uh, This is what ha- this is max just being like Wendy with sharpshooter in this case, you know what I mean? At minus At 5 to attack pl- with a plus 10 on damage there.
4: Um yeah, I think you you shoot uh, Rommel through the body in a couple of ways that would be incapacitating if he wasn't now full of wires and gears. Oh, I
5: forgot my favorite foe damage. That's fifty six damage. Does that change the situation? Uh,
4: <laughs> he he goes, ow, even louder.
5: Okay, okay, good. And now I'm debating whether I should be applying healing to Trizzy after all that damage that she's taken. Uh, hmm. Should I do that now? Um, I I really think I should be doing that now. Let me double check here. Okay. Uh, I'm going to have Max uh, stop using Favor foe for the moment to cast a a, a third level heal drone targeted on Trizzy. Um, So Trizzy gets initially uh, 10 hit points of healing. And at the start of her turn, that will activate again.
2: Uh, and that's 20 rather than 10 because of the constellation? That's
5: right. Shit, I forgot about that.
2: Okay, okay. That's, that's, that's better. That's better.
4: At the end of your turn, Max, Mind Blast, the last legendary action before they recharge on Rommel's turn.
5: 17.
4: That saves. Rommel's now marching forward, just trying to Mind Blast everybody while firing the minigun wildly, advancing on Trizzy to extract her brain. Mm-hmm. Uh all right yeah I'm
1: you're never gonna see this coming I'm gonna punch him twice <laughs> you'll never
4: see it coming and I botched again <laughs> oh my god and I got a 26 I think again I think it's literally exactly what happened last time same thing yeah you just you're exchanging blows this is just you two getting up in each other's grill and wrestling
1: and I rolled max damage on myself 26 and I rolled 22 to him
4: All right, so this is just a really close quarters, like the raid fight, you know, John Wick shit. Mm -hmm. You're both, like, smashing into each other, trying to twist guns into each other's faces, ripping apart the train uh, car, just pulling up seats. It's just, like, a huge physical battle Mm -hmm. as you're trying to put yourself between Rommel and Trizzy. And I'm going to use a bonus
1: action just for flavor here to use my shield master ability to shove him into a wall. Ooh.
4: Yeah, tell me about this Shieldmaster ability You mentioned it last uh, episode or during the downtime.
1: Yes. So uh, one thing I realized we were doing wrong in the last episode is that the uh, Dex bonus only works if it's only uh, if it's a spell or harmful effect that only targets me. So it doesn't work if uh, everyone else is being shot at. Uh, but uh, when I use an attack action on my turn, I can use a bonus action to shove a creature five feet. It just it just happens. So I'm, I'm hitting him so hard
4: that he's bouncing back five feet into a wall. Uh, Five feet is interesting because this train is, like I said, falling apart. We're almost shooting everything. It's ripping up the ceiling. Uh, Mm -hmm. There's like energy barriers that are being deployed to keep the thing from explosively decompressing. Uh, There's Mm -hmm. a a voice in the background that's like, alert, alert, emergency, emergency. And the whole place is like flashing red from overhead lights. And then you shove him into the wall and it cracks like the window and just like, you know, splinters some of the the supports and stuff. And you realize you could knock this guy out of this space speeding train with concerted effort. Uh, So I'm putting that there. Like, you don't just instantly body check him into the void, but like you could, I probably will. (laughs) Um, And once again, this is like a speeding runaway train. Uh, It's going to like impact the labs when it gets there at this speed the limiter has been removed and like systems are failing uh, a lot of a lot of balls in the air a lot of plates are spinning a lot of possibility so everyone could die in this train crash <laughs> i don't know what's going on but it's rommel's turn uh dexterity saving throw everybody uh, as uh, Rumble sprays the cabin wildly oof seven 28
5: uh 19 for max
4: All right. Uh, Once again, Cecilia succeeds. Probably uh, Mather's helping uh, you in a cool way. But also, Max, you succeed this time. Uh, 29 to Buford and Trizzy. 29. All right, I have three health left because I was punching myself in the face. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think this is just you two are like punching each other, dueling, and just uh, he John Wick tw- like, twists your arm around, puts the Gatling into your side, and just fires a volley, just like ripping into your body. So you have down to three health. Uh, Buford will, I, well, I
1: guess he can't spit up blood because he's wearing a mask, uh, just look at him and go, Drakus will kill you when he's done with you, and I came here to keep Wendy from killing him, you fucking idiot.
4: Drakus can't kill me. I am Drakus. Drakus is me. We're all one. That's why you will lose. And
1: yet, we beat you last time. You were too weak to keep Wendy from leaving, too weak to bring her back, and too weak to stop us last time. Let's see if you're strong enough to not get hurled into space. <laughs>
4: <laughs> All right, Cecilia, it's your turn.
3: Uh, 46 damage.
4: Wow. So uh, Rommel and Buford are just having this, uh, you know, in their in each other's faces conversation. And then suddenly, shink a blade just comes out of Rommel's front as you stab him in the back. Um, and he kind of gurgles and spits up some blood. He has reached a, a health uh, threshold here. He's not dead, but you, at a certain point, you see like some lights flashing on the cyborg parts that have been added to this giant hippo man. Um, and it appears he has become critically injured. In a way, like, life uh, support systems are, like, turning on in his suit. And he says, to the death, then.
3: (laughs) May I roll an investigation to try to figure out what his suit is? I want to make sure his suit's not really going to explode or something like that.
4: Uh, With average, I will say that uh, Rommel would be dead right now if it weren't for the cyborg stuff. It's just keeping him alive. But after the fight, uh, he's probably dead anyway, which just means he has nothing left to lose now. Okay. Um, And in fact, on the end of your turn, instead of mind blasting, using a different legendary action, uh, pulls out a grenade, a kind we saw in the last time the party fought Rommel, and just chucks it at the train controls. Um, so that clatters to the ground. Uh, Trizzy, you're stunned on your turn, unfortunately.
2: Uh, cool. Okay. Uh, so what save is it again, Austin?
4: Intelligence.
2: Intelligence. Uh, come on.
4: 30! All right. Trizzy, you, uh, managed to shake yourself awake. You can add some flavor to that if you want, but maybe what helps stir you out of it is the tink, tink. Think of the grenade rolling to the other end of the the car. Uh, I'm giving you all a couple turns to, if you want to do anything about that, because that's going to blow up and make the runaway train situation unsalvageable. So that's yeah. those are the stakes there.
2: Uh, uh, that that was that was end of my turn uh, to to do that roll, wasn't it? Correct. Okay. Well, hopefully I don't get mine blasted again, so I can do something about this runaway train. <laughs>
4: uh-huh, that is uh, actually Max's turn.
5: I can do something about the grenade at least. Um, Uh, I have three health. I, I, I no, don't, no, you don't work. Shut up, okay? I got a bonus action <laughs> for you for that, okay?
1: Whoa, I've never heard a sketch tell someone to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> that's, like, that's that's, that's like- the Dan special right there. Uh, I also have a potential way to try to take either Rommel or the grenade entirely out of the scenario.
5: I mean, the, the question is: Do you want me to focus on doing damage for Rommel, or do you want me to use the last instance of my teleportation gun to teleport the grenade out of this out of the thing? You know,
1: <laughs> can can you vortex warp the grenade into Rommel? <laughs>
5: That's no. not a great idea because <laughs> kill everyone. Yeah, I don't think like the, the idea is get
2: the I grenade. Mean, oh, get I get mean it of made here. of metal. Would it kill everyone? It mm, might make shrapnel. Also, mm. I can't
5: shoot it into Rommel I gotta have like line of sight to where I'm putting it. You know, he's Maybe probably got like a problems. hole in him right now.
4: Otherwise, vortex warp would be an insta kill on every single enemy if you could just teleport things into people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
5: yeah. So, like, that's the option. I could either, you know, just try to blow Rommel up up or get rid of this bomb and then heal Buford. So
4: Sometimes you just can't get rid of a bomb.
1: Batman.if. Probably toss that bomb, I would imagine.
5: Yeah. So what Max is going to do for their action is invoke the last instance they have for today of Vortex Warp to shoot the grenade um, and then teleport it just... As far as way um, that the reach allows for just outside of the train somewhere, you know, away from everyone else.
4: All right, Yeah, perfect. So this has enough range where you can get it away that no one even needs to make any saves. If that's how you're going to spend your turn and you successfully get the grenade out of the train car.
5: And as a bonus action, then I'll have the heal drone slam into Buford and move away from Trizzy healing Buford a... uh, um, Twelve hit points. So you're 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 at fifteen right now, Buford. So, uh,
1: Rommel's a big, big beefy guy, right? Uh huh. I'm hoping that means they aren't dexterous. Uh, <laughs> okay. Bet it all on that. <laughs> I could I could use Autolux's resilient sphere to encapsulate them in a a sphere of energy that's immune to damage. And then literally roll them out of the, of the collapsing train.
2: I mean, counterpoint, roll them out forward onto the tracks. Would they add friction in front of our thing and slow us down?
5: Or would they become a projectile powered by the train?
4: <laughs> a lot going on here. <laughs> There's a hippo mm. man. What do you do? Uh it's it's
1: such a such a hard choice. Do I do I risk it all? I, I need I need to put him in a hamster ball. I just have to do it. I have to do it. <laughs> uh I cast Oteluk's Resilient Sphere.
4: He has to make a dexterity-saving throw. Alright, here we go. Uh that's a botch, but before you celebrate, I have something here called a legendary resistance. Okay, if- well there goes my fourth level spell, everyone. <laughs> If uh, he fails a saving throw, he can choose to succeed. Uh, Normally bosses get three of these. I guess I shouldn't reveal how many he has. <laughs> I was gonna say <laughs> this isn't the end boss of the arc. He has less, uh, but he does have at least one. So you uh, start summoning this big hamster ball around him, and an uh, automatic like protection protocol activates. Like his shoulders pop open, and it shoots like anti magic uh, f- uh, f- flack You know, like from the back of a jet to confuse heat uh, uh, seeking missiles. But instead, it it disrupts your spell. Mm-hmm. All right, that's my turn. All right. Um, so you were being a big bitch. <laughs> uh, so Rommel stops trying to kill Trizzy because their connection, their momentarily emotional vulnerabilities ended. And he's going to try to grapple you, uh, to, okay. do, ext- to do extract brain. You have to be mind blasted and grappled. So it's not uh, as bad as it could be, but here we go. Uh, it's grapple time. Uh, 14's not going to do it. He's going to do it twice. 25. Uh, yeah. I mean, that hits. You take 12 damage. Okay. I have three hit points left. <laughs> All right. You're back. That healing drone saved you. Uh, so not much damage. But what Rommel does is just like grapple onto your front with his arms, you know, twisting and, uh, you know, both like MMA fighters trying to get leverage and then just slaps his huge, thick octopus tentacles around your face. Uh, mm-hmm. And starts pulling you into his maw, just, like, trying to basically consume your head in front of everyone. Um, and he just, like, laughing through a mouthful of Buford and says, You take one of my limbs. I take one of yours. Perhaps a more important one. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just pulling your head into his mouth.
2: Um... This really sucks because I was gonna do a thing to try and stop the train this turn, but that that does seem like a more imminent, a more imminent problem over there.
4: Oh yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on. This is a big, big fight.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna cast heat metal on on, on Rommel.
4: Ooh, on someone who's grappling. Interesting.
2: Oh. Mm. That's a really bad idea, actually. Thank you for saying those words out loud, Austin. I- uh, I didn't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, ooh, let me check something. Maybe I can- maybe I can do everything I want to do in this turn.
5: Like, we're not gonna make a Buford burger this time.
2: Now- now, you could also now take
1: Autolux Resilient Sphere and put him in a hamster ball.
2: Um... Ugh, this does take an action. Uh, well, I know that- uh, that this will work. Trizzy uses command. Ooh. Ah, uh, and simply points at Rommel and shouts, Release. All right, what's the save on that? That is a wisdom save. All right, here we go. Well, can't. Nope, that's not right. That's not right. Oh. I hit the wrong <laughs> yeah, button. You
5: rolled, an, you rolled exploding dice there, Austin.
2: <laughs> yeah, sorry. I saw that Austin rolled 32 on a d20. <laughs> yeah. I did roll but 23, tw- though. It was a low yeah. bonus.
4: It's a low bonus, but he rolled really well, twenty
2: three. Um, cool. I I I guess the, another turn of noth- noth- nothing, nothing, hap- nothing Nothing happens. Trizzy's really not been doing well this arc. There you go. Next turn.
4: Um, at the end of Trizzy's turn, uh, can I get a, a intelligence saving throw from Buford? Oakley, Oakley. I'm going to put uh, my Flash of Genius on that to turn that into an 18. All right. 18 succeeds. So while your head is like near near Grommel's mouth, he is trying to uh, stun you with uh, Mind Blast because you need to be stunned uh, for Extract Brain to work. Uh, mm-hmm. It says one incapacitated humanoid grappled is the the target for Extract Brain. You are grappled but not incapacitated, which is what I need. So you are still conscious and it's Max's turn.
5: Gosh, I'm looking at this situation like if I go to accidentally shoot Buford this time here. Well, let's let's go for it. Uh, Max is going to try to line up and shoot Rommel twice. Uh, that's an 11 and a 17.
4: Uh, that Those are both going to mess.
5: All right. <clears throat> um, the first heal drone that Max deployed has worn out. So Max will use their. Bonus action to cast a second heal drone. Um, this one is another third level one
4: uh, that heals
5: Buford for fourteen.
4: All right, intelligence saving throw at the end of your turn, Buford. Last mind blast for it gets Rommel's turn, and he gets him back.
1: Twelve. That's a fail. Hey Trizzy, you want to use that flash of genius?
2: Yeah, have a flash of genius.
5: Oh man, that was so close! <laughs> oh, you got two artificers in the room Look, with this situation.
2: If I can't, if I can't lay a single fucking attack on this enemy, the least I can do is stop you getting your brain eaten.
6: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I like having that inside.
4: That is traditionally where it goes, but you know, you, you're in a kind class. You don't need to follow the rules. Uh, it's your turn, Buford. Uh, you can smell uh, brain matter inside of <laughs> Rommel's mouth from his his breakfast. Uh, it's not okay. good. Okay. I'm going to hit him twice, because I'm grappled,
1: but if I hit him once, I immediately get to use my bonus action to just shove him, mm-hmm. which, and I believe forced movement immediately breaks grapples like this.
4: That is the case. Wow, this hasn't actually been relevant all season, and now you get to do the cool thing. Okay, uh, that is 42 damage. Okay, it's 42 damage. You move him, which ends the grapple. Do you move him into the same part of the wall you did earlier? Yep. Alright, so you throw him back off of you into the wall, the wall buckles, and now there is the void of space there. There's like uh, there's no wind to rip by. I was going to say like there's wind ripping at it, but you're in space. That's not how it works. Uh, there is a bubble shield that uh, deploys to stop uh, the atmosphere venting out, but it's only air. It doesn't work on people as you see by like various detritus and shrapnel getting sucked out into the void.
1: Uh yeah, do I get a uh, what is it? Uh,
4: healing from the drone again? You do. Okay, uh, that's another
5: fourteen. Goodness. Jesus. <laughs>
4: All right. So Rommel's standing there, his back to the void of space, where you have uh, shattered the side of the train. Uh, he has not successfully made this runaway inescapable. Uh, I think he is going to uh, turn his uh, gatling gun on the controls and try to riddle them once again uh i'm going to give you a chance to to stop this does anybody want to uh jump in front of the bullets here or is it okay if he shoots the control panel
1: well actually let me let me see one thing here um i could jump in front of it oh uh when a creature makes an attack against a target other than you i can make a melee attack against him so can i slug him in the face Oh, my God. <laughs> um, yeah, does that go first? Uh, yes, I believe it does, uh, because it's it's prov- it's um, like provoking an opportunity attack.
4: All right. So I think if you hit with this, you'll just knock him out, right? Of the train? Uh, I
1: technically don't get the ability to push him, but I think narratively that's what should happen. <laughs> All right, Buford, swing. 19. That hits. And 18 damage. All right, paint me the picture. Uh, okay, I think uh, Rommel uh, goes to level the gun on the controls, and Buford just grabs the barrels with his uh, left arm, and they start grinding as they try to spin up, and he just haymakers Rommel right in the center of his face, and the force of the blow... ...knocks him back, and rips the arm clean off his body as he tumbles out into the void.
4: Oh, that's sick, and then you're just holding the minigun? Yeah. No ticket.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I Uh, wanna give Mathers a little high-five. (laughs) Alright, you high-five. Okay. Uh, if we're not in initiative anymore, Trizzy does have a a plan to, uh, slow this train.
4: Yeah, you, you absolutely should. Uh, <laughs> it's approaching really rapidly.
2: Yeah, uh, so I've, I've gone looking through the, the level 4 artificer spells to find something to replace the spell I took that I can't actually use. Um... Trizzy's gonna cast Fabricate. <laughs>
5: That's exactly what I thought you were gonna pick up, Laura. Just like, yeah, Fabricate. Yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, sorry, yeah, let me, let me pull this back up.
4: Oh, yeah. You convert raw materials okay. into products of the same material. For example, you can fabricate a wooden bridge from a clump of trees, a rope from a patch of hemp, and clothes from flax or wool.
2: Yeah, so I can pick a ten-foot cube or eight connected five-foot cubes of a material and change them into something else of the same material. And what Trizzy's going to try and do is turn the front of this quite destroyed train car into um, basically a a homemade... um, I'm kind of pitching like if you made a snowplow but angled downwards, so it's just something that's going to create a lot of friction against those uh, train tracks, um, and just try and... Try and create a wedge that's going to slow this thing down.
4: Yeah, you're turning the entire front of the train into a big brake.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's it. I'm I'm trying to work out, like, what, what, what shape can I shape this into where it's just going to physically slow the train down? It cannot move across these tracks properly.
4: Yeah, a smarter person would know the different kinds of brakes and be able to talk about this, but that yeah. is not me.
2: I mean... Look, I could just take the front and make it wider so it's touching the rails. That would make friction. There you go. That's a break. That's a, a contact, contact break.
5: Right. Like, it's pinching the sides of the rail, maybe a little bit of pressure on top, um, maybe it's exploiting a little bit of downforce from the lack of air, you know, to just sort of press down um, into things. So Yeah. yeah. Um, I
2: can't do anything that would require, like, a high degree of craftsmanship, but I feel like... Mm-hmm big, big, heavy wedge that stop train. Like, you can could, you could bash that out.
4: Yeah, so this spell takes ten minutes to cast, so what I need is what is everyone else, during, else doing during this? Because this is, like, Trizzy's magnum opus. She's, like, re- she's recreating a mechanical device from a moving train. It's, like, a really cool thing to do, and I think it's, like, probably very visually impressive. D- d- d-
2: during all of this, Trizzy is shouting back to the group, um... I really hope that this makes up for my lack of physical expertise in fights today. I really don't know what's wrong with me.
4: Uh, but you're doing, you're basically like moving stuff around Minority Report style, but also doing like the most high pressure possible engineering project. Uh, the rest of you, what, what are you up to? Because you can short rest, everyone can heal. Remember, you get double healing from uh, the, the constellation of the Atyug. But also, there's some conversations. You may have learned something about Wendy. Uh, a, lot, a lot of stuff going on. Saint Cecilia is
3: gonna go to like the hole in the side where uh, our bad guy just fell out of and she's gonna kind of look at it and then turn over and be like who was that
1: (laughs) that was Rommel uh Wendy's brother I guess is probably the best way to put it is good he's dead I had a chance to kill him before I gave that choice to Wendy and she didn't take it at the time but probably, yes, I should have killed him when I had the chance. Wonderful.
2: I I mean, it's not, it doesn't sound ideal. I, I, I never want to kill someone's sibling, but also, like, it sure sounds like Wendy said, hey, this is where to find my friends, go fuck them up. So, like, you know what, Wendy, dick, move if we killed your brother. Like, that's on you for telling your brother to come fuck us up. Trizzy,
4: while you're casting Fabricate, are we picturing like uh, Tears of the Kingdom, where you're moving things one at a time and clicking them together, or is there like Fortnite, where a whole uh, device just like sprouts up out of the ground?
2: I I think it's 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 very like uh, almost like cubes worth of material are slowly breaking off and like repositioning into different shapes. Like this is just like
1: so Minecraft. Uh,
2: yeah, little little bit Minecraft, little bit Tears of the Kingdom. I'm sort of ultra handing the Minecraft cubes around.
1: W- where is the Korok that you're torturing
4: while doing this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you should have you should have kept Rommel on board to crucify him onto your break.
2: Well, look, I was just convinced that throwing uh, Rommel into the sun would be what got me the Korok. Mm. Like whether that's right or wrong, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, one just pops
4: up and it's like, hello, here's a seed. Good job.
1: Wow, this is pretty fucked. <laughs>
4: <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else? So your your you're tears of the kingdoming. A uh, big break. The train is going to stop uh, just in time in front of Drakus's lab, and then basically you can choose to initiate uh, that encounter to end the kind of uh Drakus mini arc inside of either the final big arc or who knows. There's still a lot of a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. Um, but if there's anything you want to say or do, now's the time.
1: Uh, right before uh, we, uh, just as a preparatory statement, uh, before we like enter the lab, I will cast uh, intellect fortress on myself mm-hmm. uh, to get resistance to psychic damage and advantage on intelligence saving throws.
4: Damn, your intellect is a fucking fortress.
1: Yeah, my my mind is like a steel trap made of uh, uh, lead. <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's not a very good steel fortress if it's not made of steel that's you'll see that's you were thinking it was going to be made of steel
3: but now you weren't prepared for my real plan i uh, i think now is just kind of asking a bunch of questions unrelated to things be like oh when are you supposed to book people then i'm so sub- i have uh, all these handcuffs i need <laughs> to book people
4: Oh. Yeah, because you're training him to be the security officer on the Resumian. So he's like, is that what we do? We the we, we de- escalate by, by pushing him out the window? Not always,
3: but sometimes, especially when it's really cool. And that was a good one-liner you had? Like, when that situation <laughs> comes up, absolutely nail it.
4: <laughs> uh-huh. You can do whatever you want if it has a cool one-liner. Writing that in a little notebook. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> now, now, important thing to note: Cortazar, I believe, has four arms, and Wendy has very tiny wrists. So we're gonna we are gonna need a variety of cufflinks.
2: If I, if I've got any more uh, metal left after the train stops, Mathers, I'll make I'll I'll make some tiny handcuffs ready.
3: Oh, adorable! I feel right. like a jar might be better. <laughs> like a little like a jar with like a cork
4: maybe a spit shield Wendy, wendy's gonna spit all right uh the monorail comes to a screeching halt uh just short of uh, a big brick wall or <laughs> probably wouldn't be brick it probably be like space-age titanium uh, <laughs> and uh the train uh, awkwardly smoking pulls into the station uh and you all can get out um You have been here before you haven't been specifically in the space station you haven't been specifically in this monorail station but you've been in this installation before at least several of you have so you can you know basically where drakus is and you can figure it out uh uh, as you're going there is there anything you want to roll or any any last preparations i guess
5: um as we move closer max is going to activate their pilot senses so they have um advantage on perception stealth sleight of hand and
4: can't be surprised for uh, the next five minutes, so. Ooh, that's cool. And we also have the, uh, uh, Fortress of Intellect. I'm just trying to try to keep all the buffs straight. We got Pilot mm-hmm. Senses, uh, Intellect Fortress.
2: Uh, Tr- Tr- trizzys gonna join Team Intellect Fortress. We're-, we're gonna be the Brainy Bunch. All <laughs>
4: right. All the Brainy Bunch. That's about family, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is about family. It's always about family
3: uh can i roll something to try to get an idea what like the culture in this area is
4: sure i mean history
3: uh it's gonna be I botched it's a 20
4: holy christ uh <laughs> um, yeah I'm trying to think of a specific thing to give uh you here that's bad uh what were you thinking like with you crit what and I would said you can have whatever you want what would you have said
3: uh I would really just want to get like a good sense of how like um I don't know a better way to say this, how Fox newsy this area is, if that makes sense. Like, I know these are kind of like uh, the separatist uh, shithead illithids, and I'm just trying to get the sense of that, like, rings in the culture here. Like, if you just walk around and it's like, you know, you're seeing, like, make Drakus great again stickers oh and shit like that.
4: That's very funny. It's interesting because we actually did earlier say that Yaush was using paranoia as a weapon in propaganda by using like fear rays on people. That's much more beholder. They are, like, individualist Fox News viewers. Uh, Illithids are, like, the opposite. They don't need propaganda because, like, Drake is already in your mind. So if anything, it's the opposite. I guess this doesn't really have anything to do with your botch. I'm just saying, <laughs> as Austin DeQuinn, there's, like, a notable lack of that. There's no type of persuasion or signage. The, the idea of, like, rebelling isn't even, like, worth talking about or, or the idea of conformity. It's, like, a given. Obviously... Uh, because you know Wendy and are and the uh, you know illithid progressivists exist, that it, <laughs> this is not a given that maybe they should have relied on for their entire culture, but that is the, that is like the neutral stance um, for the botch. I will say um, that the group has to take a detour through the burned labs. There was a, a laboratory here where the cyber perverts were being made that Buford burned down. Is that how that ended? Yeah, I took all of uh, Rommel's uh, explosives and weapons and just pulled all the pins on the grenades. Yeah, so I think there probably was another way to go to get to Drakus, but you've only been here once. And so at some point uh, when Cecilia is saying like, oh, there's no like propaganda here. There's no, you know, make Drakus great again stuff. You all just, you know, absently take a door uh, that leads you through the burned labs instead of probably a cleaner path. Um, and so you're all kind of trudging through this stuff. Can I get constitution saves from everyone? Uh, because there is all kinds of noxious chemicals and burned plastics, microparticles, and so forth. Four.
5: Are you going to say first Buford or should I go Buford. <laughs> uh, 22. Uh, that would be eight. And Max rolls a two. Uh, Seventeen. It's a botch of It Matters, Austin, but I don't think it normally does for saves.
2: Um,
4: Alright, so the two people who failed, uh, Max and uh, Cecilia, you breathe in some nasty forever chemicals. You're going to take a level of exhaustion for the moment. Just like you start, you're huffing and puffing, kind of breathing hard, making your way through the stuff. Just your skills are going to have disadvantage for a bit. I don't know if it's going to be the whole arc. I don't know how long this arc is going to be. Uh, but you're walking through this like crispy, fried... A scientific lab and you see uh, all these uh, you know parts that look familiar from the cyber perverts you f- you fought there's a bunch of uh, computer stuff that's completely destroyed um this is your handiwork Buford. anything to say
1: uh no i don't think this even affects buford at all i don't think he particularly cares that he blew this place up he's mostly annoyed that they may mi- he missed some cyber perverts mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I <laughs> don't
4: think you. I don't think you, you missed any so much as that. That information widely disseminated, and space is big. Mm-hmm. Uh. Yeah, I think I think he like he, he, this. This means
1: absolutely nothing to him. It doesn't phase him at all.
4: All right. So there's a, a notable lack of reaction on your face as you kind of step on uh, carbonized test subjects. They just crumble beneath you, just like a half half formed things. Um, I think you did put a real big dent in these guys. They don't have an army of these. I think maybe if, if you had decided not to destroy this lab, there would be like, I don't know, ships full of them or something. Um, as you approach Dracus, uh everybody, do you want to do so with stealth or with uh, survival? Those are the two things that, are, that occur to me. Uh, I'm,
2: I'm team
1: stealth.
2: Uh, and however else nice feels
3: uh,
1: about stealth, I like I'm, stealth. I'm team survival because I have disadvantage on stealth. <laughs>
3: I mean half the party now is disadvantaged on stealth so
2: it's okay.
1: There's t- <laughs> I also have a minus 1 to it but I have a plus
4: 1 to survival.
2: Okay fine I won't I won't use my plus 8 in stealth.
4: Alright, a crit and a 27, the group succeeds as good as possible, and the, with the, crew, uh, the crit, I will say, Trizzy, uh, you are like making your way through this burned lab, and you see a, uh, a kind of emergency exit that the group could take, instead of just walking right into Dracus' chambers, you're like, hold on, let's go through this sideway, I mean, he is psychic, so I don't know how much this is going to help, but maybe there will be traps or something this way. Um, and you, so you can lead the group through this. It's like a, there's like a panel for like an emergency fire. You know, use this exit or something. And because it has fireproofing, it's like not damaged. Uh, you make your way down through this uh, this exit through a different lab. This is not the, the cyber pervert lab. Um, but you see plans uh, for the Dyson Sphere that you are actually currently in part of it. And I will say you're looking at all this and you get the sense that, you know, it's not finished. But this is like the centerpiece of like mind flare technology and like the future of their idea of their like empire. Uh, The Dyson sphere is like obviously a giant uh, energy collecting thing, but it creates a lot of heat waste, which can be used to power something else, which can be used to power something else, which can be used to power something else. There's this idea of the Matrushka doll computer uh, made from Dyson Spheres? I Because you've got a crit. I'm just giving you all this. Uh, Trizzy, you're an engineer. You see this. It's like, imagine the layers of an onion, <laughs> Shrek.jpg, <laughs> but all around a sun, each layer uh, doing incalculable uh, work while its heat waste powers the next layer, which does more work than an entire planet, which produces heat waste, which powers another, you know, essentially forever. They're going to make this sun... Into a hive mind of computers.
2: Aha! Uh-huh. Yeah, that is that is an intimidating potential threat.
4: I am putting in the Discord the Wikipedia page for Matryoshka brain, which is the this idea, which is a real. I didn't come up with this, <laughs> but this is the idea for this uh, mega structure. Is the class of thing. So if. The mind flayers succeed. Not only will they, you know, conquer the galaxy and eat everyone's brains, but they will turn everything into one big, one big hive mind computer, organic and inorganic. It's all the same to them.
2: Yeah. Um, And stopping Dracos would uh, would would uh, lessen the odds of that that occurring, and a bunch of organic people and inorganic people being forced into this, whether they like it or not. Correct.
4: That's a great question. Actually, can I get a religion check on that? Yeah. Uh, Which is ideology check this season, mostly, because Illithids don't have much religion traditionally. There's Il-Sensine, the god of, like, subdominance, I think, (laughs) but they don't really love him that much.
2: Uh, 17.
4: 17 is great. Trizzy, uh, you, you're the one who's like pointing at all these uh, plans and blueprints and stuff in this other lab. And you're explaining to everyone else that they're making a computer that makes a computer that makes a computer that makes a computer. Makes a computer. Uh, and, you know, so uh, the kind of uh, the next part of that is like, what can we do about that? And I'll say Dracus is not the leader of all of He is not like the emperor in Star Wars or if you throw him in a big pit, all the bad guys go away. Uh, but he is very important. Uh, if I compared the I compared this to the American Civil War, I think an episode or two ago and it's like this is like General Lee uh, as opposed to like Jefferson Davis, if that makes any sense. like taking Dracus out doesn't instantly win the war, but it stabs the, them in the gut and then they will bleed out. You, you don't know if it'll be decades, centuries, uh, but like <laughs> it, it, it will make a big difference is what I will say uh, in in stopping them.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Trizzy, Trizzy's gonna sort of e- try and explain this and go. See, yeah, I know we weren't like coming here on the plan of 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 kill Dracos because Wendy's whole thing seemed to. I look, I, I, I wasn't, I wasn't sure either, either way. Because like, hey, look, I get wanting to kill, kill your dad. That's fine. Um, this might push back everyone get, getting. ...assimilated into the hive mind whether they like it or not, and that... ...um... ...we might need to get more involved in this than we thought we were going to have to.
1: Buford's going to look look at Cecilia and go... ...full stop. Do you think that you can convince people like Drakus to abandon their plan... ...to forcibly assimilate everyone else in the galaxy... And just be okay with l- coexisting with other people.
3: No, but that is not our job. Unless we banded the Resubian. We can kill Drakus, but we can't be attached to the Resubian, because if we do, all the heat goes there. No one signed up to be soldiers in a war. Or at least, I know I didn't. I signed up for a peacekeeping mission. And if something bigger has come along, it's fine. But we have to re-examine where we stand and what our actions will do and bring to other people.
2: I signed up for friends. I, first of all, like, I, leaving, leaving the Resubian is not on the table for me. But, secondly, we signed up to help bring peace out here and i don't think sitting back and letting this happen is fulfilling a mission of helping peace to occur
4: this is the farthest you've been from the Razubian on screen isn't it trizzy uh yes it is is there any ill effects we've mentioned here and there that you have a connection with the ship that you get anxious when there's a little art and so forth How, how's it feeling
2: Mm. So yeah, I I like the thought of there being an ill effect of some kind, and I think very specifically I've been thinking about the fact that not only is Trizzy like physically far away from the Razubian, but also on the other side of a Dyson Sphere. Like, there is quite a shielding barrier between her and that ship right now, and I don't know off the top of my head what, what feels like the right consequence for that, but I'm open to, to hearing ideas if you've got any thoughts.
4: Yeah, I don't know if it's mechanical yet, necessarily. I think it's more of, like, mm. the emphasis is, like, being separated from the Zubian is not an option. Like, it's, like, this feeling. It's, like, the idea. Like, just like a, if you're a, on the top of the Empire State Building looking down, you're just
2: like, whoa! If, if if we're not talking mechanically yet, I think I think that the way that Trizzy's looking at this and, like, letting the dice tell tell a story... Trizzy couldn't fucking land a hit in, like, two episodes (laughs) worth of combat, and I think that the flavour here is Trizzy is just not feeling herself. Like, things that usually would, like, line up and work, you know... She's an engineer. Things are very methodical and you do exactly the same thing every time and you get the same results, and nothing's quite lining up right um, like the best way I can describe how Tra feels right now is she keeps trying to add two and two to make four and they it won't seem to add up to four and like she can't work out why why it's not nothing is connecting and working quite how it's supposed to and something kind of fundamentally about it Existence just isn't... It, it feels like a pair of cogs that aren't, you know, interlocking properly. It's not... It's not good.
4: All right. So, so far, Cecilia um, wants to stick to the peace mission. Buford wants to kill Drakus. Trizzy, I think you're feeling conflicted, especially because killing Drakus will probably separate you from the Rezubian, which yeah. I don't know if you could physically live through? Or psychologically?
2: Yeah. Uh, Yeah, Tri- Trizzy... Thinks that killing Dracus is probably the right thing to do, but cannot agree to the consequences it will bring.
4: So before we open the door, Max, do you have a stated opinion on this? I like everyone getting their thoughts out before they're faced with the big brain.
5: I don't... I don't like abandoning the Resubian. It means a lot to Cami to be part of it and she's out here with us and that would have implications I don't have the authority to do so but if needed you know I would probably enlist all of you into Ardwing as an alternate force to at least give us some distance from the Razubi to prevent them from getting any flack from all this either but I just just had a loss about this. I just thought this was gonna be simple. We would go get Wendy and then go back. And it's just been getting more confusing and worse the farther we go in here.
4: All right, I love this. So Max doesn't wanna be separated from Rezubian. Uh, Cecilia wants to maintain peace. Buford wants to save the galaxy at any cost. Uh, Trizzy conflicted, a little nauseous. Uh, you can uh, remove a panel uh, from the, the kind of ceiling, crawl into the ductwork, and look down through a grate, and you see Drakus's room. This is uh, because of the crit, Trizzy, I'm specifically giving you this, that you can uh, kind of ambush this brain if you want, or, you know, it looks that way. Uh, the brine pool is this vast... Uh, like, uh, I'm, th- I'm, I'm, American as fuck. I'm sorry. a uh, football sized room, uh, football field sized room, uh, which is like sh- shallowly filled with cerebrospinal fluid. There's just like this lake, but it only comes up to like ankle or probably knee height. And in the you know center of it, there's just this 20 foot tall, huge brain covered in like dendritic tentacles. Uh, it is kind of floating there. Um, And as far as you can see, there's like other computers in the room, there's cables everywhere. It's darkly lit, um, but nothing seems to be going on as far as you can tell from there. Uh, What do you all do? I'm heading down. All right, are you heading down with malicious intent or are you just jumping in? No, it's like Batman. All right, Cecilia, you slip down out with your uh, rogues skill um i was yeah i was thinking about rolling acrobatics to like come out of here but if you're not even trying to do an attack or anything if you're just like you know sliding down onto a server bank and then into the pool you can do that uh mathers can like hold your hand and float down uh you land in the pool the spinal fluid laps at your uh, ankles and knees and you see the big brain and it does not Or address you? I think the dendritic tentacles kind of are like swaying uh, idly, you know the way a, a, a animals like tail will move without much conscious thought. But the brain doesn't go like "Gadzooks, egads!" It just uh, sits there. Is there
3: is there like solid ground that I can stand on so I'm not swimming in the pool?
4: There's no unmoistened ground, no. But you're not swimming; it's up to your like knees. So you can oh, okay. be walking forward.
3: Okay. Uh Hello? How are you doing? Hi. Are you Drakus?
2: I'm Barry. Who's who's Barry? Me. Oh boy. Okay, this maybe solves the problem.
5: Uh at this point, uh, Max is going to descend out, uh, using their angelic wings, to fl- fl- float down and land by Cecilia. Um.
1: <laughs> Buford will drop down. Well, Buford already said that he knows what's happened here, and he's
4: just going to call out, Wendy, where are you? <laughs> <laughs> um, Buford, you say that as you land in the pool. I uh, so Cecilia, you're getting closer to the brain who just says... I'm Barry, and you can see all over the surface of the the this brain tissue are like the darts from the brain buster, the Barry's brain buster weapon. Um I don't know if you actually know what all this means. I I know Buford has said out loud a couple of times, like, I gave Wendy a weird gun, but I don't know if you know the full extent of all this. Uh Trizzy, are you entering the room?
2: Uh yes. <laughs> yes
4: all right everybody enters the room and you're standing in the brine pool uh beaufort you say wendy where are you yep
3: let me think here
4: can i get a performance roll okay <laughs> from
3: just uh beaufort or from everyone
4: just beaufort 16 all right uh you say that and um, nothing happens right away. You succeeded. Give me a minute. Let's say, is there anything else you want to say to the big brain? Who's uh, c- kind of now probing lightly at all of you with mental thoughts? Not aggressively, just acknowledging you're there mentally now.
3: Um, I guess maybe I want to do a medicine check. Like, is this considered a healthy brain? Like, <laughs> I don't know what this weapon did, really. Uh-huh. So I'm like, is... Like what is the the of this? This is a hive mind. Went through this. Is it that hive mind still function? Like what's going
4: on? Great question. Roll that medicine. Oh no! I think I know what's going on. <laughs> uh, sixteen. All right. Before I tell you with a sixteen, Dan, do you want to call
1: your shot? Okay. Um, Drakus is a hive mind that affects uh, other uh, creatures with its intelligence. It's going to start turning other people
4: into Barry. Oh, that's pretty good. I think that's on the table. With a 16, what I'll tell you is uh, you are, like, uh, you know, looking at the wounds, which seems superficial. The Elder Brain isn't in, in any danger of, like, dying from the the shots of the Brain Buster or anything. It seems, yes, relatively healthy. But psychically probing at it, you see that, like, the Barry <laughs> personality is, like, a wound in it. And, like, there is still Dracus's, uh, you know, mind is still in there somewhere uh and also you can feel like a great kudzu vine you know reaching in every direction psychically this is the center of a great network and so uh like rommel said before you threw him off the train i am drakus he is rommel we're all one
2: hmm so, Dracus is trapped in a prison made of Barry, a, uh, a crime, a, a punishment I would not wish upon many.
4: Uh-huh. Oh. And with that 16 performance, uh, you call out to the Barry brain, which ripples throughout the hive mind network, and, uh, Wendy and Cortazar walk into the room. Well, Cortazar walks, Wendy flies. Uh, they look like themselves, Wendy has her eyes pick, Uh, Kordazar has a variety of different shields, a sharp shield, some kind of, uh, magic shield, an electric shield, a fire shield. (laughs) He has many arms. Um, and they walk in, and Wendy says, Hi, Gub-Gub! Wow, you beat me here!
1: Yeah, I don't think I did.
4: You got me. I zapped him with the gun you gave me. Pew, 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 pew,
3: pew! Is uh... Uh Socia's gonna kind of motion towards Cortizari and be like, is this the buffoon you mentioned to me before? <laughs> you uh the incompetent the goober?
4: <laughs> Aye, that's not called for. Don't make me block your attacks. I can't really instigate. My threats aren't very good because I only react uh, to what you do, so
2: Hey, 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 Wendy. Uh any any reason you, you told Rommel where to find us and come beat us up? What? Tristris, tris, I would never do that. Rommel found us and said that you said, "Hey, here's where to, here's where to find the the gang." Oh, and you
4: believe Rom Rom over me?
2: I mean, I mean, we did try and say hi, and you like threw us off a off a moving ship. I just gave you a little
4: bump because we were racing. Rubbing is racing, Tristris. Tris. Yeah, and and when
5: and when I said, hey, you should help the others not float off in space, you knocked me away and drove away faster. So it's not really going to work, Wendy.
4: You breached my ship. That was a perfectly legitimate technique. I'm rubber, your glue, et etc. Et Bounce that one right back on you. I'm going to throw out a crazy theory here. Um,
1: is there a way I can tell that this is the Wendy and Cortazar I saw yesterday? Because I'm wondering if maybe Drake has just
4: made new ones. Oh, shit. Mm. Um, I think that's a classic insight. I wish it wasn't because it was- <laughs> I just think it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. is. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, 11. I don't know. <laughs> No, you have abs- that's That's such a wild idea. <laughs> no, they look like Wendy and Quarterzar to you. And then, you know, they're walking through the brine pool over to you to have this conversation closer <laughs> because they were shouting at the <laughs> beginning of this conversation. And now they get closer. And Quarterzar uh, says, I haven't had a chance to deploy a shield in a while. <laughs> Honestly, it was just no hot feelings, bruv. I just finally got to do a shield. It was a good one, right?
5: It would have been better if it was a shield that somehow. Helped you know the others floating off into space, Cortazar.
3: But you know, how close are they
4: getting? I knew you had it, maxi Max. I mean, they're just walking up to you to have a normal conversation, the way people do.
3: Oh, <laughs> I want it to be very known that I'm pulling out my, I'm drawing my sword, not like in an aggressive stance, but like
4: I'm armed. Okay, yeah, sure. Uh, but yeah, they're they're walking up to you. You you kind of unsheath your sword, um, and Wendy says. That's not fair, so you see yours is bigger. And she, she waves her ice pick at you.
3: It'd be a shame. So they would have to go that way, of course.
4: Yeah, she's, hey, M.M., what you doing up there?
3: Being a little float guy, I'm learning. <laughs> I have <a> little notepads <laughs> full of all sorts of notes. You gotta protect your boys, and you can just say a cool line, and then you can push people out of a space car. Oh, that's
4: so cute. How's your dad? I know that you finally got a chance to talk to him. No. And C is going to be like, oh,
3: I think we pushed yours into space. What? The Romo guy, he's dead.
4: Oh, Rom Rom? He got thrown into the sun?
3: Well, eventually. I think he's going to asphyxiate in space first and then to go into the sun. Aww. I can't remember what actually happened.
4: That's sad. We've been through a lot, but I mean, he only—he at least got a little bit more time when we spared him last, thanks to Buford, thanks to Gub Gub. He got some more time, so that's you know.
1: No. Wendy, why didn't you kill Drakus? I was going to look. He's all—he's all goober-brained. No, you left the room. What is happening here? There was, there was, and cyber- you never call me Buford.
4: There were cyber perverts. We ran away. There was a whole. There's a lot of yeah, stuff going on. Yeah, you ran away from cyber perverts. There were so many, Gub Gub. You don't, you don't understand. Where are they? We, we spent the last however long fighting them. Weeks, months. It feels like forever. Yeah, bruv, There's a lot of them. There's a uh, waves of them. You don't even sound the same, Cortazar.
3: <laughs> Can I roll an insight? Are they just lying? Like, I, I want to know if these people
2: are lying.
4: We've already rolled insight, so uh, I... I know, but I need to know if they're lying.
2: And that's uh, what Tr- rolls. Tris- yeah, Tr- Trizzy's Trizzy's Tris- simply gonna go. Uh, hey, how how re- how brained you two feeling? <laughs> how dare you? You think I would I would ever be bird That's...
4: Tris, you've you've wounded me deeply.
2: I... Look, we... We tried to come and help you, and you threw us at a thing, and you... And Rommel told us that you... Everything's very confusing, and we're just trying to... Check. What's up?
1: Uh, I'm just gonna throw this out there, and I'm gonna cast Dispel Magic.
4: Mm Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you cast Dispel Magic, and nothing happens. And, uh, says... Oi, what was that? You think we're, what, what, illusions? You, <laughs> you bastard. We're your teammates. Are you our teammates? Because you haven't done
3: anything so far in the sense of a team. You went off rogue.
4: Yeah, CC, because you're not allowed to do an assassination. You're part of a peace mission. It would be a huge deal. The entire mindflare armada would come down on the Rezubian.
3: So you are no longer a member of the Razubian?
4: I mean, unless we have some other way to get away with it, can we pin it on someone else?
3: I think to avoid any heat going to the Razubian, it has to be you. Unless there's some stooge that you know of. But were you always planning this?
4: It sucks that we only have one guy left in PR. That department has been devastated. Uh, <laughs> we can spin this, though. Let's all do a brainstorming session. How can we get away with this? I'm gonna- we should all think about that. First things
1: first. Let's finish the job. And Buford's gonna start moving to, um, uh, punch, uh, uh right in the brain matter and try to see how they're gonna react.
4: Which I guess might be deception. Oh if if you're if you're uh, fainting it's deception. Yeah. Uh okay, yeah. I'm
1: going to try to yeah, faint it I guess because I, I don't want to do it yet. I just want to see what they're going to do in response.
5: Like, uh, uh come on. Come on. Just going to react to Oh, uh,
1: that's a botch. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, that I mean they they both watch you do a fake bully punch like the, the major flinch punch and they're like that was really weird there, Cyborg. You okay? You're glitching out, or...? Um,
1: you know what? Fucking Dracus can probably take a single punch. I'll just hit him. I'll
3: just straight up hit him. Uh, 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 oh, hold on! Hold on! If Buford is lifting up his hand to punch this brain, I am not going to let that happen. Yeah, I was gonna... S- like. uh, I'm just going to, like, uh, place a, a hand on Buford's shoulder first and be like... I do not think this is where we need to go right now.
1: Look at the situation we have. In they're acting really fucking weird. We have a brain dead elder brain sitting in front of us. This is entirely fucked. Do you think it's going to be better if it's revealed that we effectively lobotomized an elder brain and let him live to humiliate them?
3: No, this is an awful situation all around but I don't think killing it right now is the right solution as I don't know what that does to the entire network of other creatures that are bonded to this particular elder brain.
4: Wendy and Corzara have now reached all of you. You're all standing around the elder brain. And Wendy says to you, Buford, who's the most agitated says, you don't believe me, Gub that we ran away because cyber perverts. Like I can prove it to you. Can't you like run a detection on my, my ice pick and see that's covered in pervert oil?"
1: Um, can I do that? Yeah, absolutely. All right. I guess
4: I will. Yeah. Uh, nature. 24. 24 is very good. I think, uh, Wendy holds it out to you. There's like a little thing on your, you know, uh, mechanical wrist that you can like scan it with. And it comes up, um as being covered in all kinds of <laughs> blood and fluids from all sorts of species. You know, she does a lot of stabbing. It doesn't clean it very much. What I'm actually going to give you for 24 is that when she holds it out to you, um, she says, I'm sorry, I think it smells funny. <laughs> and then uh, she goes to thrust it through your nose uh, and you have a moment to react because you got a 24. Uh, okay, yeah, I'm going to just fucking clobber her. <laughs> All right, Uh, that is going to be Athletics Contest uh, to see if she can stab you in the face before you punch her away. Okie dokie.
1: And I'm going to use a Flash of Genius to turn that into a 19. All right.
4: 15.
3: Wow, that was numbers-wise, that was right on point.
4: (laughs) All right, yep. Uh, Wendy tries to lobotomize you with the ice pick, and you knock her away at the last second. Um, Roll initiative. I will say, because of your pilot instincts, Max, uh, mm-hmm. you cannot be surprised. Mm-hmm. So I, I think you probably get advantage on initiative. Um, it doesn't nece-
5: necessarily mean that, but if you want to give that, then sure.
4: But no, this was definitely a, this was an ambush. This is a sneak yep. attack. She just wanted to get close enough to stab you. Yeah. Oh, I actually have uh, also,
1: t- uh, I can't be surprised, but I rolled a 14. Yeah. That I have advantage already. Uh,
4: 20. Yeah,
5: Max rolls a 17 on initiative.
4: All right, Cecilia, you had your arm on uh, Buford's shoulder as he almost got stabbed. Uh, the two push away from each other. You drew your sword. You made a point of saying you were armed. So you go first. Where well, There's Wendy and Cortazar, fully armed. They already had their weapons out. They're, they were ready to go the whole time. What do you do? Uh, I'm going to attack. Uh, well,
3: is Cortazar considered like in melee range with all of us?
4: Yeah, they're all standing around. They were, they were saying, let's bring it into a huddle and brainstorm how we get away with this murder. I crit (laughs) Cortisar. Holy fuck. (laughs) He's just
3: so bad.
6: (laughs) (laughs) My little guy.
1: (laughs) He can can set up all the (laughs) defensive shields he wants. He cannot Uh defend his emotions as he gets absolutely (laughs) Uh
4: evasive. He takes 57 damage. (laughs) Yeah, you just lunge forward and just ram your (laughs) rainbow rapier through his body. And he goes... Oh b- blowing me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Max, it's your turn.
5: Um like Max sees the the attempt stab on Buford and just sort of like is a little startled but quick draws their pistol and tries to shoot Wendy twice. So mm-hmm. twelve, probably gonna miss. Correct. Twenty-two.
4: Uh, that hits, so we're also going to get wild magic, because this yes. is the real Wendy. That's yes. a, that's an interesting thing Beaufort brought up earlier that I didn't even yes. know.
5: Uh, that's a 25 on the damage on Wendy there.
4: Nice. Uh, it appears she ta- she is not particularly affected uh, from the scratch damage as a barbarian, but we'll see. Um, a lot of stuff going on. A lot of stuff going on. Uh, so
2: that's wild magic, you Oh, yeah. Uh, fifty-seven, let me find... I hope
1: this is when we get a hundred.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I'm so scared. I have no idea what's gonna happen.
2: mmm. Uh, oh, this one's interesting. Uh-huh. Um, Wendy, you're entirely crits and botches right now. What? Elev- Eleven plus is crit, <laughs> ten or minus is botch. Oh no! You all don't
4: understand. Wendy gets so much shit if she crits. She gets like an extra attack and a bunch of extra damage. Look,
2: <laughs> oh no! Yeah, I look. I I don't make the rules, or I do, but I made them a while ago. When <laughs> I thought you were gonna be on our side, um, all crits, all botches. Currently, there's no in between. Just a
1: just a question. Uh, you get to choose if you re-roll this, right? <laughs>
4: Yeah, I believe so. Uh, For unstable backlash, yeah. So Wendy gets hit by a couple of Max's shots, uh, flies backwards, and then is suddenly wreathed in magic as she summons, like, you know, uh, ethereal armor around herself. She goes, you know, uh, super sentai motions, and uh, she's, like, blasting off again. Uh, Buford, you get to go before she opens up on all of you. Okay. Uh, Buford's going to yell out a
1: theory um, that... uh, uh, all right, they're acting fucking weird, Rommel immediately said that we are he is Dracus and Dracus is him theory Drakus body hopped to them
2: yeah uh Tracy responds with yeah yeah uh that that seems that seems that, that that doesn't seem too too off base that's that's a good working theory
4: um. Wendy poses with her, uh, you know, Power Rangers armor, uh, ice pick raised up. And she says, that's no fun. Gub Gub. I still wanted to torment you. Buford. You fucking asshole. Yeah. I'm good at my job and I'm going to cast dispel magic to get rid of this botch scenario. (laughs) Ooh. Okay. (laughs) Interesting. I hadn't even thought of that. So you, you do like a anti magic wave and knock the wild magic out of Wendy. Uh yeah I guess so Wendy's wearing this
1: um the, like this is like <laughs> armor that has appeared all around her, yeah okay uh, I think what happens is that Buford sticks out his hand and like a, a module pops out of his uh wrist and it's just like a magnet and it just pulls the armor off of her and he discards <laughs> it again by th- like swiping it away into a corner uh, and then he advances to get up in her face uh uh for his uh the yeah the
4: next round because that's the end of his turn. All right, yeah, the armor splashes into the brine pool where we're all standing. Uh, and Cortazar says, I fucking knew I was going to mess up the name thing. Why does she talk so weird? Oh, if I, I can't believe you caught me.
1: Don't worry. You're roughly about as uh, competent as Cortazar. <laughs>
4: Yep, Cortezar is gonna rush forward and try to just hit you with his shields, <laughs> which is how he rolls. One is like actively on fire, and another one is crackling with lightning. Uh, so here we uh, go. Eleven and twenty-six. Uh, uh, twenty-six will hit. All right. Uh... Uh, 13 damage as he tries to bash you with all the uh, the shields. He has four arms. Each one has a shield. Um, and so, he, you know, you get hit by the, I think the electric one, which seizes you up a little bit, but you were able to parry the rest of the blows. And now Wendy says, uh, well, you know it's Dracus in Wendy's body because when <laughs> he got berry-brained, he just psychically took control of his hive mind because everyone in the hive mind is him and he is everyone. So Dracus says, I'm not going to go through all of Wendy's histrionic bullshit. You know what time it is. And unleashes wild magic. Can I get another wild magic roll, Laura, as the barbarian rage begins? Um,
2: interesting. You learn an unknowable fact about reality. <laughs> you can't justify how you know it. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> he learns he's part of a D&D game.
3: Yeah. He's like, wait, I mean, my look, ambitions look, are so small.
2: It, look, it could be that. It could be, you know, oh, oh shit, I know something very useful that I... You you know something you, you shouldn't know. Oh my god, I know what There's it no is. There's no way you should know this.
4: Yeah, what do you know now? Uh, uh Drakus knows what Yausha's plan is.
2: Oh, look, I... As soon as I put put this out there, I was like, oh, I know exactly what's gonna be, what's gonna fucking be. Like, I think I know specific, the specific bit of info that he knows. And, mm-hmm. and then
1: Dragus goes, oh my god, Yausha's plan is X, right? <laughs>
4: <Yeah>. <laughs> just, just, Wendy- just blurts it out, yeah, absolutely. Wendy's influence? Wendy darts through the air and uh, tries to ice pick uh, Max through the head, Max shot her, so... Uh-
1: be, it, because Wendy's That's moving wrong, by right? uh, me, that make uh, is that a uh, opportunity attack? Because I can stop her dead in her tracks if I hit. Yes. Okay. Uh, Fifteen,
4: or is she? She hasn't attacked yet, so there's no reckless attacks yet. You miss. Wendy flies over. So here's the thing, actually. Wendy's armor class is 14, but as a reaction, Cortazar uses shield, (laughs) the spell, which is uh, when someone tries to hit you and it will hit your AC, you can automatically uh, add three to it. So just an ethereal bubble shield pops up uh, projected from Cortazar's mind uh, and your punch glances off of it and Wendy flies over to... Max as planned. Oh my Why god. Why did he Orzer's never use this to... with us? <laughs> He's finally getting to pop off. Uh Max twenty-seven and twenty.
5: The twenty-seven will hit the twenty will not because Max will invoke um basically they can dismiss their pilot senses as a reaction, get a plus two bonus to AC, so they get hit with one attack.
4: All right, now Wendy is in the air. This is the f- finally we were fighting in a big room. The whole, kind of my idea for uh, a fairy with a lance was attacking down from the sky, out of range of melee characters. Now most of you have ranged attacks, it's not going to matter that much. But she is not going to be able to be uh, corralled in a attack of opportunity situation now that she's in the air. So uh, every fight we ever had with her, I thought about this, and I was like, now this is a small room, it doesn't make any sense. But now in this cavernous pool. She is finally ready to become her most coolest self. You take 25 damage as she tries to lance you through the top of the skull.
5: Okay. Uh that j- basically just cleared Max's temporary hit points they had. So, um fun.
2: Screw it. I'm firing the lightning. It's like light, it's it's lightning time. It's lightning Let's time. It, it's lightning time. At
4: who? Wendy or are. They have very different ACs.
2: Wendy's got the much lower one, right?
4: <laughs> You've seen her sheet, yeah. She is, uh, yeah, actually much lower.
2: Uh, th- thirteen you gonna hit. <laughs> it, no, no, no it's close, but no. Um, twenty-four. There you go. Perfect. So let's roll. I'm going to roll this twice and see what the better number is. Seven damage. It's not great, but I at least fucking hit someone today.
4: Yeah, you start firing your lightning cannon into the sky. One of them hits Wendy. Wild magic again. Once she finds a wild magic she likes, she'll stick with it. But now that she knows an unknowable fact, she's ready for the
2: next thing. <laughs> d- d- she's not going to un- unknow this unknowable fact. Correct. <laughs> mm, question. Does just Cortezar know the fact or does Wendy? um just drakus yeah sorry uh sorry yes uh I'll, I'll rephrase the question yes uh does drake does wendy know the answer or just drakus
4: just drakus wendy's consciousness okay. is uh in uh, is being okay. completely she's unconscious essentially at this point
2: yeah okay uh right so uh 86 <laughs> the, the
5: adjacent number uh, there yeah
2: Yep. we're in in this range again um uh, where are we? Um, everyone else in the room, uh, quarters are included. Needs to do a dex save.
4: <laughs> okay.
2: Uh, I have des- I have described this one as Fosrodar.
4: Oh fuck. Oh okay. Well, there we go. Uh, Skyrim. Like you said at the beginning, because I had steam left on. Uh,
2: 25, five, 13, uh,
4: twelve for Max. Fourteen and fourteen. Dex.
2: Uh, 15 is what you need to hit, so is that everyone? Did anyone get it? uh... I got Zaz- 25. Saints Save- Save- Zazelio got 25. Okay, everyone else is gonna take... It's not much, but... Everyone else takes four damage.
1: Uh, is it a type of damage, or is it just, uh...
2: Uh, it, is, it is it is not a specific type of damage it is just four damage uh, and is is knocked back three feet that
1: that's not even a full square
2: <laughs> That's not a full square no i clearly this is in the 80s. I was tired. <laughs> I like to think uh,
4: you wrote it in the 80s. <laughs> uh, yeah. So you shoot Wendy. A blast wave comes off her, pushes everyone back a little bit. Uh, and this is the end of the order. So now layer action, something we don't do that much on this show, but you were in the layer Ooh. of Dracus. So the giant brain in the brine pool uh, kind of undulates painfully as if you know a, a, a submerged personality is trying to claw its way to the top. Uh, Their waves go rolling through uh, the brine pool. Everyone's strength saving throw to not be knocked uh, down.
5: 24 for max.
1: 12, and I'll turn that into a uh, 17.
2: 8. 18.
4: All right. The only person who falls is Cecilia, who is the only person not hit by the Da. Interesting. <laughs> you're the only one left standing. Uh, and then you get knocked down by the waves. So we're back to Cecilia. Um, uh, you, uh, you are, like, uh, knocked under the waves. And I think you're going to take a little bit of damage here. Cecilia, you take 12 damage as you are knocked uh, down and, you know, hit, hit by a f- tidal force of spinal fluid, essentially. And it's your turn, actually. Okay. Um
3: hmm. I have like a weird thought. Perfect. But like what if we just killed the brain at this point? Cuz it's taken over
4: their bodies and that would shut their bodies down and free their consciousness. You rolled medicine earlier. I will say that you don't think that is how that will work. I think enough of Dracus is in Wendy and Cortazar right now that if you kill the brain, they, he would still be in control of them. Like, it would be bad. He would hate that. But it wouldn't end the fight. Mm-hmm. Huh. All right. Uh, well, let me let me take care of this guy
3: first. Uh, 21 against uh, Cortazar. <laughs>
4: let me take care of this guy real quick. <laughs> 21 his. Oh my god, <laughs> he was finally getting an opportunity. It'd be cool. Uh, 32 damage. Alright, you go to stab Quarterzar again. This time he gets a shield up and time, but then you stab through it into his arm. Um, and he goes, Fuck! God damn it. This fucking loser didn't bring any good shields. I hate this body. Um, he's not down, but he's pretty close. Okay. <laughs> and the, so Drake Dracus just starts whining. He's just like, when he need, hasn't have a single good ally, why did I even create this one? This hybrid sucks. Uh, <laughs> Poor Cortazar. Really, really <laughs> says more about you as a parent, doesn't it? Uh, Max, it's your turn. You see, Cortizar has just been uh, stabbed uh, really badly again, and is pretty low. Wendy looks f- not only fine, but like radiant, glowing, beautiful, flourishing in her lane.
5: Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, the, the the implication is just take out Cortizar first to kind of minimize their ability to shield Wendy. Got it. All right.
4: Uh, <laughs> you interpret it however
3: you want. I know mechanically that seems like what I was doing, but it really was Cecilia was like, this is an incompetent goober, I'll handle this guy pretty quickly and then move on.
5: My other pressure <laughs> is that Max's damage is very ineffective against Wendy because all their damage is like piercing right now. So mm-hmm. Wendy will resist that pretty well at the moment. So they need some other resources on hand. So Max is going to line up and take some shots on Cortazar. Um twenty-four hits and 16 which probably misses misses right okay so max is going to do 23 tap on favor <laughs> foe uh, so that's 27 damage on cortizar
4: lethal or non-lethal
5: <laughs> non-lethal all
4: right pay me that picture damn it i really wanted him to shield and wed for more of this fight that was their uh, whole ba- dynamic
5: basically i like to think the idea
2: hey 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 Austin, it's really not that easy to make Cortazar effective (laughs) for a long time in a fight, huh? Basically, I
5: I like to think that when Cecilia stabbed Cortazar, they lifted up their shield late, and when Max shot at Cortazar, their shield... Yo, know, did a good job blocking the bullet, but then it just slammed right in their face and knocked them unconscious.
4: Um, <laughs> yes. Yes. Knocked out by their own shield. Yes. Perfect. Say When he goes
3: down, it's going to be like, wow, this guy really was a goober. This,
4: <laughs> you guys are
3: not kidding. This was a buffoon. You know
1: what's sad? I think I took Shield Master before he did.
4: <laughs> just roasting his body.
3: And then
5: at that point, Max is going to use a bonus action to, um... Let's see here. I think uh, as a bonus action, they're going to activate uh, evasive maneuvers, which once per short rest after of the attack on their turn, they can use a bonus action to dodge, meaning all attacks against them uh, for the next round um, are with disadvantage.
4: All right. Buford, Wendy's the only one left? She is flying out of punch range. Um, I do have
1: a 10 foot vertical reach. I'm guessing that doesn't matter in this case. She's too high up. Correct. Okie dokie, uh, let's see what I can do here. Um,
3: hmm. St. Cecilia will yell over to you, You have permission to punch the brain now!
1: This is true. Oh, actually, I need to roll a constitution to see if I kept my, um, uh, intellect fortress. Yep, I do. Uh, I'm just seeing if I can just bring her down to the ground. But with anything, Webb would, would, like, t- t- stick her in place, but that's not really going <laughs> to help the scenario, I think. Uh,
5: Make her all sticky, you know?
1: Yeah, I guess I'm just going to start punching the brain, and he's just going to say to is You know the sad thing? We came here to keep you from dying. You've just brought this on yourself. This is self-defense now. Uh, 22 hits.
4: Or I need actually double check. I think Elder Brain... AC is much lower than you would think. Yep, both those hit. Elder Brains have a armor class of 10. Okay. <laughs> uh,
1: se- 17 and <laughs> yes. 21. Uh, so I think the flavor on this is, like B- Buford has had just a tiny little cord at the edge of his elbow this entire season. It has never come up, it's never been mentioned, but it's been there. And he pulls it, and a chainsaw pops out of the edge of his fist, and he just says, time for some brain surgery, and
4: just starts hacking. <laughs>
5: Oh, Matthews is going to love that one. That's a good line to write down. Time
4: for some brain surgery. Wendy's body yells, Good thinking, Buford. Then I'll be trapped inside Wendy forever with nowhere to go back. You fucking clawed. You have a choice here. Go back to your
1: body or you're trapped forever. Eat me. I will.
5: (laughs) (laughs) I can fit you in my mouth. Don't threaten me with a good snack.
4: All right, it's Wendy's turn. I think Wendy... Ooh, Here's what I'm going to say. Can you roll intimidation to see if she takes the bait? I think there's an argument that Dracus is smarter than this. He has a big brain. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if he falls for it. Let's see.
1: Nine. Uh, I'll throw uh, my last, I think, uh, flash of genius on this. Actually, I have one more. No, no that is my last one. So that's a 14.
2: Can I can I add a flash of genius on top of your flash of genius?
4: All right. Uh, so at this point, uh, Dracus uh, just says... Whatever, I'll kill you first. <laughs> and flies down and tries to stab Buford in the head. Uh 21 and 27. Uh second one hits. Oh my god, you have a an AC over twenty-one? Twenty-two. It used to be twenty-three. You're a fucking monster. <laughs> that, yeah, that's the that's the point. <laughs> um, did that roll now? Nineteen damage.
2: Okay, uh Trizzy is gonna try and fly a shatter at uh, Wendy, so I'm gonna need a constitution save.
4: All right, that is a barbarian, is one of her better stats. We love to see this. So uh, gotta
2: give it a try.
4: 21.
2: Oh, so close. Um, You still take half, I think? Yeah, half, so let's roll. Uh, Half of 11, five damage.
4: All right, uh, so the uh, little blast goes off next to Wendy, buffeting her to the side. We're at the end of the order, layer action, everybody, intelligence, save as everyone gets mind blasted through the power of the hive mind concentrating in this one space. 29. 18. Holy fucking Christ, bananas.
2: Nineteen!
4: Whoa!
2: <laughs> Look, these intellect fortress motherfuckers! <laughs> I like how everyone has- Oh yeah, I hadn't even done the intellect fortress bit. I hadn't even done uh, the advantage. I, f- <laughs> I just rolled con for it, I forgot I had it. <laughs> I, I, oh I, my god.
5: I just like how everyone else has a- uh, twenty! <laughs> everyone else has a plus hit on this. Everyone else has a plus ten or greater, and Max is going with like a pl- like a normal plus one.
4: <laughs> Everyone succeeds by a mile as you all feel something probing at your brain, but without Drakus's full power, it is nothing. And it's Cecilia's turn.
3: Yeah, I'm gonna pull out my Resubian issued space pistol and shoot Wendy. I've never used it before because it's always been cool to stab things, but I do have a ranged weapon. Twenty-seven. All right, yeah. <laughs> As a rogue, you
4: start with that. So. It's, it's Go ahead. like a
3: gun. It has a little ice cream on it. it is, this thing is very ice cream out. So.
4: It, is, it, is it maybe Mather shooting the gun?
3: Yes. Yes, it is.
4: Yeah, I mean, you, the flavor on this can be anything, right? It could just be Mather, Mather floating through the air, attacking, or, you know, however you want to do it. But that hits, so real damage.
3: Uh, 32 damage.
4: Whoa. Alright, uh, that's a lot, so I actually want to re-roll this mystery, th- Wild Magic, Laura. We're just burning the table down.
2: Um, oh, 99. 99. Is,
4: is, is
1: this what edging uh. is?
2: <laughs> yeah, this is the edgy one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, Right, sorry, where are we? um, um Okay. Interesting. Um, Laura, you
1: say that about every one of
2: these. Yeah, look, I wrote these months ago. I forgot what shit I put in here. Um, You now have a a, uh, glowing gemstone in your hand. Um, It is a single-use magic item that... Oh, I don't want to- I don't want to tell you this is so bad. <laughs> uh-huh. This is so bad for me. This is so bad for me. Um, it's Wish, isn't it? It's Wish, isn't it? No, it's not Wish. It's not Wish at 99. It is- it is a full heal. Oh. It's a fucking full
5: heal. Holy shit. Mm. Well, that just means we need to knock her down before she has a chance to use it. Got it. Alright.
2: Yeah, yeah, so, um, yeah, you have a, you have a gem that you can use to full heal. Oh, Laura. Look, again, I designed this when I thought you were on our side. I wasn't <laughs> expecting I wasn't expecting you to get all of these fucking... All of these specific fucking rolls while being controlled by an enemy.
4: Alright. Oh, this is brutal. Max. <sighs> you don't have to spell magic,
1: do
5: you? No. I'm a ranger. Alright. Uh. Alright, Max has to kind of do what they can here with this, so... Uh, two shots against Wendy, uh, 14 and a
4: 25. 25 hits. Oh, shit. Doesn't uh 14 hit because it's her armor class? Oh, yeah. I thought I was thinking of a 16 because Cortizar. Okay, because Cortizar is unconscious, that hits. Uh, <laughs> I would have uh, put a shield on that 14.
5: All right. Uh, So total damage is uh, 50. That's 53 damage.
4: Oh, this is getting interesting. So, Buford, it's gonna be your turn. Mm-hmm. Wendy has a full heal gem, <laughs> but she's- she's just been shot twice and is uh, looking pretty bad.
1: Okay, yeah, I guess I'm gonna try to attack the gem. Do you just want straight attack rolls here?
4: Yes, please. Uh, okay. Here we- here we go. Third Crit! <laughs> All right, yeah, you just reach up and crush it in your robo hand. No problem with the crit. Uh,
1: Okay, and then 17 to then bop her.
4: Okay, you can bop.
1: (laughs) Uh, 15, and I am going to use bonus action to put her to the ground with uh, my Shieldmaster Shove. All
4: right, so you reach up, you grab her, pull her down, you squeeze her hand so hard you crush the gem, uh, doing a bunch of damage to her in the process. One more wild magic, I think... Laura, let's make it a okay. one that she can use to stab. Man, that fucking 11, everything 11 and above was a crit would have been so sick.
2: I, again, so many of these would have been great if you'd had them when you were in the party. Mm-hmm. I had such, I had such fun things for you mm-hmm. that I don't want a boss to have. Uh, 49. So many
5: ending with 9.
2: Shh. <laughs> yeah, lots of 9s today, 49. Um... You are high as balls. <laughs> okay, that's oh. how I'm gonna put this. You are, you are, um, you are coming up hard. It wasn't wasn't
4: Wendy drunk in an earlier one. Yeah, <laughs> Laura has a lot of uh, specific ideas. Of what would be funny uh, for a raging barbarian she, to be?
1: She's me like two two weeks ago losing my mind. Yeah, these brownies ain't shit, Buford. You
4: fucking what? joke. Because
2: <laughs> <When, when, laughs> look, when your whole thing is is being angry to, for magic, look, if you're not. That's not the mental state you're in right now.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Drakus in Wendy's body is just like, whatever. Give me another brownie. It's fine. I can handle it. Uh, it's her turn, so she is going to stab uh, Buford. Twenty and twenty-seven. Uh twenty-seven hits. Alright. Uh twenty-nine. That hurts. Alright.
2: And that's Trizzy again. Oh uh, gosh. It came back around to me, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it it sure did do that. Um
1: She do be in melee range now, so you can at least hit her there. Yeah. You could do heat metal on her uh, screwdriver, or uh, ice pick.
2: That is metallic, isn't it? Uh, Let's let's do it. Heat metal. Alright,
4: that's just damage, right?
2: Yeah, that is just damage, which is going to be... 2d8 fire. six damage
4: all right her ice pick starts getting hot and she says what do i care if you damage this body melt all our skin off for all i care the important thing is once you are all all are dead i can blame all of this on you and then i'll go back to the resubian and then i'll uh, say hi to all your friends (laughs) won't that be fun
5: cami's not going to share her space weed with you at this rate
4: Uh, everyone intelligence save as the elder brain convulses and tries to mind blast you all again. 17. 23. Oh, okay. Uh, Max rolls in 8.
2: Uh, 27.
4: Uh, Buford and Max both fail. I've been getting stabbed a lot, so. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a bastard one. Is that right? Woo! Woo! All right. This is what it says. 32 damage as the two of you are uh, hit like a hammer in the brain. Is this psychic damage? Yes. I take half. Uh, Intellect
1: fortress. What? What is half of 32? 18. Uh,
5: 16. 15, I remember 16. fifth grade. Yeah, I, I don't remember fifth grade. I hated fifth grade. Anyways. Uh,
4: I am quite hurt. I'm on 26 health. Uh, and you are stunned. For one minute or until you save on that, going back to your turn, Uh, Cecilia. Uh, 20 to hit uh, uh, Wendy.
3: That hits. Uh, 38 damage.
4: Wow, so 19 damage from the Barbarian Resistance, but a good hit as you go to stab Wendy, and she like skitters across her blade, uh, taking a bunch of damage, and as she slides up to the, towards the hilt, she says, you know who I'm going to visit first when I get back to the Razubian? Lisa. She seems nice. I think I'll honk her nose a little bit. What do you think? Does that sound good?
3: Young man, do you think you're the first person to threaten my family?
4: <laughs> it's all about family uh max and buford are both stunned so you want to get those saves we're looking for 18 uh and the intelligence saves intelligence 13 damn 17 nope move on nope back to wendy uh she's uh, at the edge of your blade cecilia and is just gonna try stabbing the hell out of you uh 25 and 13 uh let's both hit all right she, once again, you stab her, she rolls up the blade, getting all cut, and then at the end of it just jumps and stabs you for 27.
3: Alright, I'll take half as I backdash away.
4: <laughs> you love to backdash. Cheersy, uh-huh. uh, tr- tr- it's your turn.
2: Uh, I'm gonna continue trying to, trying to get that heat metal on you, so let's uh-huh. roll some more damage. 13 more damage.
4: Yep, uh, really good um, <laughs> her, her ice pick is now like Visibly uh, Scorching her hand uh, Extremely badly um, and She looks pretty bad, like the thing about this If you're listening to this, is that she's been taking half damage From most attacks, because of her barbarian stuff The heat metal is not one of those, that's a full damage attack um, yeah. So she looks pretty bad And we get to the end of the order uh, Mind blast again uh, 23
1: 27. Damn. And 14.
2: 17.
4: Uh All right. This is the Elder Brain's actual stats, by the way, in case you're curious. Uh, Max and Trizzy take 28 damage.
2: Ooh, okay. Okay.
1: You take half, though, Trizzy. Intellect Fortress. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: Max
5: is down to under twenty hit points right now. Yep. Uh,
2: Trizzy. Uh, I get to roll the wild magic. Uh huh.
1: Roll a ninety-nine.
2: Come on. Uh, forty-seven. I don't think we've had that yet today. Oh my god. Um, my best and worst stats swap for one minute. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, that's you gonna. You didn't really gonna, want that here. Not at this moment. No, this not ideal. Um, but if you so do just want to punch the shit out of her, you, you could do that now. Uh, yeah, my intelligence and my charisma have swapped. Ah. <laughs> um I I don't know nearly as much, but I am suddenly kind of kind of suave. <laughs> All right.
4: Uh so everyone has been mind blasted except for Cecilia. Cecilia, it's your turn.
2: Oh, this is really we don't you- Sorry, I've just realized this is really bad for me dodging the, um, the Mind blasts. It's fun. <laughs> mm-hmm.
4: 38 damage. Actually, Uh, uh 40 damage flat. Alright, and that's piercing, so half is 20. Mm-hmm. Lethal or non-lethal. So, what's gonna happen is Saint Cecilia
3: is, uh, going, to, this, this, this Elder Brain just threatened Lisa, and even though I'm, like, kind of stonewalling him, I'm like, you can't do that. You can't. You can't <laughs> insult. So Saint Cecilia is gonna like duck under like Wendy's blow, come up behind her, and she's gonna be ready to like swing her sword. And she's gonna have this like momentary instinct to be like, "I have to kill Wendy," because that was like a card that was on the table. But at the last moment, she realizes like, "I think we could still save her." But she's gonna slice off all the Wendy's wings,
6: Whoa! avoiding the shot.
4: Holy shit, I did not see that coming.
5: It's a fucking move there, all right.
4: Holy Christ. All right, you slice off Wendy's wings and she collapses into the brine pool, just unconscious from the massive trauma. Um, you all collect yourselves. What? Are, everyone is pretty low on health there. I know Buford was almost dead. I'm on 26. I was, was amusedly fine. <laughs> Max okay. is probably the
5: worst off of the party at the moment. They're down to 18.
4: All right. The elder brain in the back of the scene in the brine pool wiggles kind of uh, slowly, softly. Um, and you hear a voice say, Barry thinks that was pretty cool. Um. See, I was going to say to
3: Mathers, like, it's important for people to think that you're cool, but, like, I don't know if Barry... You don't need to think anyone who's named Barry. You don't need to. You don't need them to think you're cool. So, they'll write that one down.
4: Mathers shows you his notebook, and he's written "fuck Barry."
3: Mm, language, young man. But otherwise, yes. <laughs>
4: <laughs> you, you know what's funny? When
1: I created Buford, I made a list of all of his siblings, and one of them was Barry. And mm. since this has never come up, I'm just pretending I never did that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Cosmically. Some guy's they've just changed to Craig instead of
4: Barry. Uh, so the elder brain is now uh, standing before you. Uh, and <laughs> the Barry brain says, so a lot of drakus in here. Kind of got knocked out of those two when you beat them. Um, he says you can you can kill the big brain and then you'll probably uh, end up winning the civil war. Uh, but then there's going to be consequences. People are going to come after your ship. Uh, a lot of bad stuff. Uh, but, uh, Dracus wants to offer you another option, you know? Uh, you could let us go, let us do our thing, and we'll tell you a secret about the guy on your ship. Explain it something. What does, uh, who, who is all in there at this point? Is it just you
3: and Dracus?
4: Oh, no. Every mind flayer in, in the sector is, uh, connected a little bit, and they, they connect other brains connect to other brains. Uh, there's, uh, millions of us. So even somebody like Wendy is in there? Oh, Wendy's in there, uh, pointing with one of the dendritic tentacles at the d-winged body. Okay. She's just unconscious now. You you have you have saved Wendy. She's gonna be pissed when she wakes up because you cut her wings off. <laughs> but uh, um, you have saved Quarters and Wendy. I will say. Cool. Uh, well, Aww. one of those is a big win.
3: Um, <laughs> the other one, it's like, oh, sweet. <laughs> Like, finding, like, a draft-chaff common on the street. <laughs> I, guess I'll take this home. I, I guess i I think yeah.
1: Buford likes Cortizar as a person, but he would have fired him out of his strike team a long time ago. <laughs> uh, Damn. All right,
3: I think uh, we need to talk. Um, can mm-hmm. Dracus hear us if we have our conversation?
4: I think the the Barry personality is dominant enough that he can't hear through the inanity of Barry's thoughts if you all want to talk. But yeah, this is how this ends. This is what decides what the rest of the season is. These are the two big paths. Do you want to win the Mind Flayer Civil War and then deal with Yaush or whatever he has planned? Or do you want to let the Civil War take care of itself and uh, stop Yaush? These are the two... Possible. These are the two obvious choices I see here for how Resubian ends. If
1: we kill Drakus, I think I can mitigate some of the fallback.
3: I mean, we won't be able to completely absolve ourselves. I don't even think if we renounce the Resubian and go rogue, it will completely take the heat off the Resubian. Not, not even that. People know who
1: I am. You can spin a story that I came out here to kill this element of the Mindflayer Society to make it easier for Gubbin's Triple S to expand into this space.
2: I I wish I had a broad-reaching reason for saying what I'm about to say, but I'm I'm going to acknowledge it and admit that it is purely self-serving, I I can't leave the Razubian. The Resubian is... if all goes well the Resubian's probably going to go home in some way, shape or form, and I can't be this far away from it, let alone it back in Seoul and me not. I don't know what that will do to me.
4: Yeah, I think everything is on the table here. But I want to acknowledge what Dan just said. I think blaming everything on Buford is a is a total possibility. Uh, it, but that you know that ends with Dan not playing Buford anymore. Like Buford goes to prison or like becomes a outlaw or something like that. That is possible. You all can go back to the ship, but you know many many other possibilities it's, are out there.
2: I mean, I there is something worth acknowledging in that that is already a fate that Buford knows is eventually going to happen. There is some kind of consequence for torturing a head in a drawer that is coming. This may be just slightly like expedites consequences for Buford.
4: Yeah, I believe last episode there was a conversation about uh, who would fall on a sword if things got bad and Buford was one of them, because you already are on, like, your second strike, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but possibly. Yeah, B- Buford's legal defense was going to be... The Illithids have
1: something called a punishment room already that seemed pretty close to what he was already doing. Um, but, yeah, a- assassinating uh, uh, a political leader is going to be a much worse offense on his list. Ch-
2: Trizzy, last episode, had been offering to fall on the sword here, but has, in the past episode also realized... Yeah, that is not... that is not a thing I can commit to doing. I... I... I do not know what that would do. Then let's
1: think about where this stands currently. Dracus, at least for the time being, is out of action as his brain is being overwritten, and that'll need to be sorted out. That puts him off to the side. Yaush is up to something. And it's an active threat that has to be dealt with. I would say... ...that despite all of my reservations and my burning desire to perform an impromptu lobotomy... ...we should let Drakus live and deal with the next immediate threat.
2: We can't leave Wendy here. But if we take Wendy back presumably she's just gonna come straight back here if we don't kill Dracus.
4: <laughs> I would have said that was on the table, but then you cut her wings off. I think she's gonna be in sickbay for like a couple months. I think she's done. I, think, okay. I don't think okay. this character is playable yeah. anymore.
2: Tri- Trizzy's worry was, is this gonna be like, do we have to have a plan for what we do if Wendy just comes right back here? Like, we can't come back and do this again.
4: No, that will not happen. I will say if you don't kill Dracus, Wendy is going to be fucking pissed I think she'll be even more pissed that their wings are cut off, but like there was always going to be social consequences, which is like I can't believe you didn't let me get revenge. And you can decide if you care about her liking you or not, but she is when, when she wakes up in Sick Bay, there are some people uh, she's going to be mad at.
2: Trizzy cares, but she,
1: she can't. Question, um because Buford's immediate thought on seeing his friend get uh uh essentially losing a part of herself is that He's gone through this exact scenario when he got his arm blown off at
4: 13. Would he be able to build her prosthetics? That's a great question. I think you definitely would be able to if you were on the ship, but not if you were an international fugitive or in a black site prison, which are probably Mm -hmm. some other things in your possible future. Then Buford is still going to
1: say that his vote is... To let Drakus go and deal with the next immediate backstab that is coming our way, um, and frankly, I think it is probably best if Wendy retires from combat entirely. She left Drakus to stop being a weapon, and then joined the Resubian which used her as a weapon.
2: None of us know that Drakus knows the, the unknowable knowledge, do we? I think
4: Barry Dracus, Barry slash Dracus is telling you right now. I can't tell you, but Drakus will come up out of the subconscious and tell you Yosha's secret if you agree to let me live. So, yeah, you all know that I don't think you know that, like, Wild Magic helped, uh, <laughs> helped Dracus no, no, no. figure it out. But, like... Yeah.
2: Yes, yes. Because that's the thing, is that, yeah, Dracus can't justify to us how that knowledge happened, but...
1: Well, there was a big light bulb that went off yeah. over Wendy's head when she rolled that <laughs> uh, number. <laughs> <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, no, Trizzy is definitely on team. We unfortunately gotta let Dracus live. series so is, like... I guess I can't sit.
3: Well, I guess I can't. It's like knee deep, right? Uh, I think C is sitting and like just like intensely staring at this brain. And she's in this weird place because her entire goal is like the peace mission. She, she wants to complete this. She's like, nobody on this team really signed up. No, you know, we're not soldiers. There was no combat training per se. As like a prerequisite for this mission. She's like, I don't want to drag anybody really into that. Uh, But there is also a part of here that's like, there is a very dangerous person who is essentially helpless before her. And she could do a lot of good by just
4: killing him now. Mathers behind you scoops up Wendy in his tentacles to just like carry her back because she was just floating in the brine wingless. (laughs) I got you
5: uh I, I i just yeah just like max is looking at like wendy just all sad because of just like what's gone down and just like yeah i'm i don't like it but i'm more in favor of well if the, if 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 Dracus knows something about yaush yaush is immediately on our ship right now and if there's something that they're plotting that's probably a bigger threat than what we have in front of us right here.
3: So much conflict could just be ended right now. This
1: entire time you have been advocating for saving this brain's life.
4: And I know this twist, Buford and Cecilia switching, it's so delicious.
3: I know. It's just when he's right there
1: I have spent my entire life killing every single person who has ever crossed me. I let two people live. One of them was Rommel, and the other one is going to get me sent to jail or potentially executed after this. But killing Dracus despite every (laughs) fiber of my being and every war asset he's created being taken off the board is just gonna make this harder if we're going to get backstabbed by Yaush's master plan. At the very least, we know we have a weapon that can potentially go after Drakus in the future.
3: You know, we might already have been backstabbed by Yaush. Then we have to mitigate
1: the damage
3: i agree and say is gonna stand up and say against all of my better judgment in this moment tell dracus to
4: come out so we can talk to him so dracus mentally contacts everyone in the room links you all into the hive mind into a place of pure honesty so you know that he is not lying because you can see, have direct access to his thoughts and, uh, also that he has direct access to yours. So he knows that you won't betray him. This is essentially like a zone of truth situation, an un, uh, revocable decision that you're making. Um, and Drakus says, Thank you for your contribution to the war effort. Yosh is going to steal the Resubian. Trizzy, your little goblin engineer has built a wormhole drive which can connect any two points in space and time. Yoush is going to become the greatest hero in history the most beloved figure the benevolent ruler of all space when he goes back in time and saves the entire timeline from crumbling and averts the apocalypse that destroyed soul.